Mr. Brown. This is spoilers. Mr. Brown. This is spoilers. All right, everybody. BK is back. It's been a while. I think, what was it? Predator? Is that the last time I was? I went? Probably. Yeah. yeah I, was, I just know that was an all-time classic, so... Um, all right, so we are spoiling. I don't know. I, I don't know how you wouldn't be able to tell from that spoiler, but we are spoiling <laughs> the classic 1990s movie, Three Ninjas. I'm already getting a smirk from the wifey over there, who does not enjoy this movie that much. Let's just put it that way. Okay, so we're gonna go around. Uh, let's see. We always go east to west. Let's go west, west to east. And I want you to introduce yourselves. Uh, well, this is weird starting this way, but I was going to say, tell me your history with the movie, but uh, yours will be pretty short. And it could be something, funny stories, anecdotes, things you remember first time watching, anything like that. And then go ahead and tell me either your favorite martial arts movie or maybe mm. like an under-the-radar martial arts movie that you might like, whether it's good or not. So uh, I guess we will start with Corey. Okay. This is Corey, Kylo Ren memes, recording out of Simi Valley, California. And uh, I think, much like you, Brad, and probably several of us here, at least maybe on the older side, <laughs> I, I grew up on Three Ninjas for sure. Loved it as a kid, like day in and day out. My life was Three Ninjas for a period in time there, like <laughs> all day, every day, going hard on Three Ninjas. And like, mm. man, such a big portion of my childhood. I'm not alone in that. I, I'm, you know part of a lot of online groups like nostalgia mm. porn groups where people just oh, like yeah. suck this movie's dick all day but your other question was about martial arts movies and probably could use a little bit of time to think of some but off the top of my head jackie chan legend of the drunken master also called drunken master 2 i think that's i don't want to say his best but at least my favorite jackie chan movie the martial arts in that movie is amazing the stunts are amazing, just like any Jackie Chan movie. And here's a shout-out to an obscure one, Master of the Flying Guillotine. Not a Jackie Chan movie, but an old, crazy 60s or 70s martial arts movie that is just off-the-rails, insane, acid-trip shit. Anyway, nice. that's it for me. Is the Drunken Master one, is that the newer one with Jet Li, or is this like a way older one? It does not have Jet Li. It's older. All right, because there's like a new classic fight scene from within like the last 10 years where they fought each other and it's called and like literally... forbidden kingdom or something like that i okay. think i know which one you're talking about it came and out he... in 2008 i think uh jackie chan's like a drunk guy in their fight yeah it's pretty cool he so, does okay. do like the style yeah the drunken kung fu in that which is a style so you know that's not that crazy all right so let's go to uh i think our our resident three ninjas newbie uh yeah pappy this is Pappy, recording from Louisville, Colorado. Yeah, I'd never seen Three Ninjas, but I've listened to every episode of Big Dumb Movie, and I feel like I've heard a million episodes about ninjas of one kind or yeah. another. <laughs> if they're surfing or Three Ninjas or Ninjas in Space, a lot of movie pitches. I They kind of all blend together with the movie pitches that you guys have done and like the actual plots of these movies. <laughs> so. um, Kung Fu movie I like. Uh, no Josh Tonight. He's in Florida eating spicy boys, posting drunken things in the group thread. Um, so I'll pick the movie that he picked, The mm -hmm. 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Mm -hmm. Really fucking good movie. Um, live action Mulan, a uh, kung fu movie or a martial arts movie I don't like. 
Uh, I know you didn't ask about that, but a bad <laughs> <It's> one. <okay. laughs> you just wanted to throw that out there. I Specifically, hate don't that like that one. You haven't shit yeah. on it enough, huh? <laughs> yeah. Another spoilers episode. What's funny, though, is like if you really wanted to know anything about nin- ninja ninjutsu, this is not really the movie to watch. And I don't remember Surf Ninjas, but I'm guessing that's probably not one either. This is pretty much all karate, but I guess we'll get into that later. Um, let's see. Uh, Stevie or Mikey, you guys decide. I'll go. Uh, it's Mikey recording from Goshen, Indiana. And yeah, I guess uh, I thought I was the only one renting this week in, week out Mm-mm. from Blockbuster. But I guess we were all competing for the same VHS copy at our local Blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> from uh, the group th- thread. Uh, we've uh, been kind of talking about how much we all watched it as a kid. So I never owned it. I just remember renting it a lot. Um and yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I watched it a bunch as a kid. I didn't remember much, but a lot of memories came flooding back watching it today. Um, I would say, well, we just talked about this movie uh, before we started, but a uh, martial arts movie I like a lot is The Raid. Uh, so good. Redemption, which has got to be the best choreography uh, I think I've seen uh, in a long time in a movie. And there's like... There's a scene I remember specifically with a car that goes with a camera in and out of the car. That's just insane. So uh, you got to watch that. Uh, was there anything else? No, that's good. Okay. Uh, uh, do you guys, you uh, Concord guys, you you guys old enough to remember PJ's video? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're talking blockbuster. I'm like, I'm going even more old school than that. And I actually grew up on the other side of Elkhart for a while. And they had a PJs over there too, man. Had a PJs right next to both of my houses that I grew up in. So there was classic. there was more than one PJs. Yeah, they were owned by the There's same. There's one in Goshen, I think. Guy. Oh, I thought there was just one over by the Longhouse. Yeah, right there of uh, by Bontrager Pools and everything like that. Yep, but there was one on the other side of Elkhart too, off Bristol Street. So I grew up with both of those. Those were classics. I mean, obviously Blockbuster is like a billion times better, but you know. All right, so that leaves us with Stevie. Who is a big fan of three as uh, uh, surf ninjas? So we'll see if that's what he brings up. Well, I was going to mention it. Hi, this is Stevie recording from Elkhart. Um, yeah, so surf ninjas came out immediately. I wouldn't say immediately, but just after three ninjas did. And for some odd reason, like my father introduced me to surf ninjas, like, but <laughs> never introduced me to three ninjas for the longest oh. time hater it was like years later and so yeah i kind of did uh with surf ninjas like what mikey and Corey did with three ninjas which is watch the ever living shit out of it (laughs) it's so i'm much more versed in that movie but i do remember watching this movie as a kid vaguely and as far as uh, martial arts movies go um i won't bring up a specific i mean i'll bring up a, a specific scene which is the long take from The Protector with Tony Jaa. Um, it's one of, honestly, the best choreographed uh, long takes you're ever going to see on film as far as martial arts goes. It's all Muay Thai. It spans four levels. It's no cuts, perfectly planned out. They did 10 takes. And you can tell in this take, Tony Jaa just looks absolutely exhausted. So anyone who likes martial arts movies or is just a fan of film and how things are blocked and planned out. Watch the long take from The Protector. I swear to God, you'll love it. Is that the movie with the elephant? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that movie's insane. Yeah. Did you send that clip 
to us. I feel like that all sounds really familiar. I believe I've I did. I've definitely never seen the movie, I, but I think, I think you said this clip and we were like, holy, I remember, I think I remember watching yeah, that. Yeah, anyone who's a fan of just film in general should watch that movie. Okay, cool. Did you, didn't you say that you uh, regretted showing Surf Ninjas to your wife? Yeah, she didn't <laughs> love Surf Ninjas and she also like fell asleep. Uh, oh, so man. that was like, a, I wouldn't say it's a big regret, but I was like, man, but I will say this, <laughs> As, like, a person who's now 30, it was weird to see Rob Schneider play a teenager, so... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because he's also 30 in that movie. He's also 30 in that movie, playing, like, a 16-year-old, so fun. (laughs) How do you do, fellow kids? (laughs) I'm not going to lie, I've seen that movie one time, and it was, like, 25 years ago, so maybe longer. I just, I don't know it, so... It's a masterpiece, Maybe that'll have to be a pick. There's a lot to that movie. Is Leslie Nielsen the bad guy? Yes. Yeah, he's a cyborg samurai. Okay, I do remember that. <laughs> All right, so what? believe it or not, I actually have this broken down into three acts, and uh, some of them are pretty lean. Uh, the first act, I think, is, in my opinion, is the most robust. I have three parts in there, so we'll go. Well, I mean, let's let's be honest. It's not a humongous plot here, but we're going to. I mean, it's a big plot. It's just not like, you know. Breaking cinema. So we'll start off. <laughs> Pappy probably hated this movie six seconds into the into it with the kind of cringe narration. Last summer, me and my brothers. My brothers and I. Whatever. We spent the summer the way we always do, at our grandpa's cabin. Why are they so obsessed with grammar in this narration? It's very strange. Rocky. Rocky is. But Rocky's like the pure, the nerd, even though he's like the coolest one. He is cool as planet rock. Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Grandpa's got his his reasons. But yeah, so the opening narration is kind of cringe. Uh, the ages of the boys are 12, 11, and 8. Uh, that Rocky, Colt, Tum Tum. So every summer, the three boys stay with their grandpa, who's Mori Tanaka, uh, you know, Japanese superstar, played by a Chinese guy. And um, no big deal. 92. It was 90s. It was a different time. Hey, come on, man. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, so, Grandpa trains them in air quotes ninjutsu. Um, can you guys throw out some of the trainings that they do? It's kind of a montage. I mean, it's no Ghostbusters, but it's maybe as good as Up. My favorite one is uh, Try to Kill Your Family. Yeah, like the yeah. game they play is called Let's Murder Grandpa. <laughs> I wouldn't call it so much training as much as it is just assault. Uh, of an old man <laughs> and some slave labor, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have, I have some written down in my notes. Uh, the tickling of the nose, you know, it's just I would hate to be woken up that way. But uh, let's see, breaking pots. I mean, I, the classic tennis balls, and then I tennis love when balls. they're yeah, I love when they're pulling him up a sled, like, and he's just reading a book. But, the Mulan, the water buckets, water right? Buckets. Yep, stick. Yep, yeah. the bouncing on the board. Here's, yep. Here's the thing, though. Like you call it training. There's not, like, an improvement over the course of the montage. And, like, the ninjas are fully formed basically from the first frame. You know, I don't know if I ever really thought about that. So it's barely even... It's more like just a snapshot, I guess, than a montage. You're right. I never even thought about that. Yeah, it starts at the end of the summer, and they're, they're, they stay equally badass throughout the whole, yeah. the whole movie. They're virtually invincible, except for against Rushmore, but we'll get to him. All right, like, you guys kind of already hinted at it a little earlier, the classic attacking grandpa scene. I mean, you know, they're only kind of trying to murder him. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a good thing he got out of the way of those throwing stars, though. Like, that, yeah. that would have hurt him. 
Well, but he's, I mean, that stunt double is just, he's impossible to touch. (laughs) One of my favorite things in this whole movie is in the beginning when they're trying to assassinate grandpa and he does a bunch of (laughs) backflips to get away. And then it shows like a shot of him, like holding his back in pain and like, it's so awful. It's, it's so fucking cringe, man. It's clearly just a fit 20-year-old man with a pillow in his Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Grandpa weighs at least 40 pounds more than a stunt double. And like th- like you said, like there's a pillow in his stomach, but the rest of his body is pretty lean. Yeah. And he's, he's like tires. I mean, this looks completely different. I don't know why they didn't try harder. I mean, John Turtletop's a pretty I – I mean, you know what? I didn't even do any research. He's a legit director, right? Yeah, dude. He directed the National Treasure movies. Let's go. Among other things, but like that's some of his bigger work. I mean, who needs bigger work than Nick Cage trying to seal the Declaration of Independence? I don't. I'd say we should do that next. I've never seen either one of them. I've heard they're good. What? Oh, and Phenomenon. You remember that fucking weird yes, John saw- Travolta movie? <laughs> <laughs> saw it in the theater. My parents had the soundtrack to that on CD. <laughs> the soundtrack to Phenomenon? Yep. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was big. Uh, when we need him. That's the Eric Clapton song, right? Yep. Yep. Change the world. Phenomenon is the one with the CB radio, right? With Babyface. Wait, Clapton made a song called Change the World? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> hey, uh, Mikey. <laughs> Change it to what, Brett? <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Bunch of whiteies. Uh, just want to make sure you're not getting it mixed up with frequency. But yeah, they do have CB radios. It's Forrest Whitaker and Kira Sedgwick. And oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, frequency. Yeah, maybe. With Dennis My Quad? sister was like obsessed with that movie. Yeah, like Dennis Quaid and Jesus. Jim Caviezel? Jim Caviezel, yeah. He prefers to be called Jesus. But um, <laughs> all right, so the end of this first part of this first act is uh, they have a little naming ceremony. And like kind of what Corey joked about earlier, Grandpa gives them names that kind of fit, air quotes, their personality. Uh, we get Rocky, Colton, Tum Tum. Tum Tum. A little one. Since your energy begins and ends with your tummy, you shall be known as Tum Tum. Tum And that's kind of all I have for part one. And part two is a classic for me. Um let me let me actually read my note here because I laugh about it every time. It's such a bad move by the FBI, but okay, so the boy's father, Sam Douglas, is in the middle of jeopardizing an FBI bust by showing up personally to the sting operation against Hugo Snyder. He literally <laughs> he, knows Hugo Snyder. He's got sunglasses on, Brett. Give him a fucking break. He takes them off and they look right at each other. It's far away. Oh, my gosh. Then later on in the movie, he's, like, stunned that Snyder kidnapped his children. It's like, what the fuck? Why would you? That should be your prime suspect who kidnapped your children. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Snyder? Yeah. Okay. But it's so funny. But go ahead. Stevie said there's one thing in this movie that is extremely funny to him. More so than the famous Lord of the Rings Two Towers Gimli he fell. He fell. I was thinking that somewhere in this part of the movie. Am I right? You are not right. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? There's gold in this I section, mean there's man. some like great parts where like Snyder's like rambling off what you know Douglas got um you know in his 10th grade art project for crying out loud like he's rambling off everything about him and it's like well if you're rambling off that much like wouldn't you know he's the limo driver right away yes yeah, 
<laughs> Unless he just thought it's kind of like in Mallrats where it's like you got to know their voices, but you don't expect them to be there. So playing like, well, that chess, be. I guess. I mean, my you think God. he would be on edge in a fucking arms deal, you know, in a warehouse. <laughs> also, how did no one know to go behind the guy, surround the building? I know FBI. I know. I would say maybe that he expected to be ambushed, but he really didn't because at the end he was like, "That guy was Sam Douglas." So I mean, like, because obviously he had something. He had a contingency plan. Uh, with his ninjas, nice of you to drop in. Um, <laughs> he just has a helicopter on standby, just flying around the warehouse just to pick him up, just in case anything Classic. goes down. <laughs> just in hover mode. Is the part you love, Corey, now on behalf of the people of my country? Is that the <laughs> is that the part that you love? Or I love that, and like right before it, when they're doing the arms deal, and there's still a little bit of tension in the scene, and like Snyder looks at the money. And then he opens the crate by smashing it open with like an elbow strike. Oh my god, that's so oh, yeah. dumb. I don't know. <laughs> like, what? Only, Why only do that? WMDs in that crate, not to be careful with them or anything, just a quick elbow smash to get in there. How many crates does Snyder go through a month just opening things up? Like <laughs> he's he's a machine, man. I mean he does what he he does what he does, man. I don't want to breeze over like like how the movie like plays with your expectations too because it does something kind of smart where the grandpa's like he has a very stressful job and you think he's like a limo driver but it turns out he's an fbi guy and then right after that the movie shows us clearly a caucasian man dressed in arab garb and i had no idea if it was going to be like an undercover operation or if that was literally supposed to be an Arab person in the the movie it could have gone either way right (laughs) i know for sure I was very excited at that point. <laughs> Where were we he going? He could have been light-skinned. That dude's name was Eugene Erickson, if I've ever <laughs> seen one. Like, it's the fakest yeah. mustache of all time, too. It's ridiculous. It's a fake mustache. Uh, I doubt anybody's seen Starsky and Hutch. But yeah, uh, classic is another line. Well, I never even talked about what I said I was going to talk about, but I guess I'll talk about that at the end. Um, you know, the his partner, uh, the, everyone knows the partner. The guy from Rush Hour. I don't, uh, I don't remember his name. The I don't want to say that. Anyway, he's like, "Oh, we got everything." <laughs> it's like World War Three in here, and he's like, "We got nothing." So he really wants Snyder. Like, I get it, but you know, stealing nuclear warheads or warheads is pretty big. Also, does the FBI not have a helicopter? <laughs> not on no. standby. Not on standby. There has Did to be a guys- helicopter somewhere in the area. Has to be. Did did you guys notice the math problem there on the roof? The fact that he shot nine bullets with a six-shooter? Nine six bullets out of a six-shot <laughs> revolver. That's impressive. That's something I always look for. And he shot it into the public. Yeah, he's shooting it every which way. He's not even <laughs> aiming his gun whatsoever. He's shooting it up, down, left, right. He's just going to shoot an unarmed guy that's escaping on a helicopter, like, and he's going to fall off the helicopter until, like, the concrete below. I love it. Like, that's best yeah, that case scenario. He gets him with a headshot and he just falls down. And then, yeah, like, the movie's over. That would have been amazing. Or, like, it would have been, like, an executive decision thing where... Everyone's seen that? We'll save that. All right. So, that's, to me, that's the end of part two of First Act. I'll just... Is that Harrison Ford? No. Uh, it is Kurt Russell. Mm, gotcha. And Steven Seagal. Was it good? Oh, yeah. And it it's, like, the biggest fake out of who's in the movie and stuff. It's cool. It, it might be something I pick. It, it's fun. They sneak onto 
a plane when it's in the air. Come on, tell me that does not sound like a spoiler. So, movie. like Air Force One. But they sneak on. <laughs> they they fly under the plane. That's Air Force One. <laughs> they fly under the plane, and then they sneak in through the bottom of the plane when it's in the air. Speaking of Seagal, though, this Snyder guy is budget yes. Steven Seagal, which is... Uh, he's not even budget Steven Seagal. I think he's superior to Steven he's Seagal. dollar store oh, too. Steven Seagal. He act, well, I do. But I'm also... Uh, my letterbox picture is Snyder. My Twitter picture for a long time was Snyder. Like I've been obsessed with him for like a long time. So I believe on that big dumb movie episode, I referred to him as Snyder Whiplash because he is such a fucking mustache twirling villain. All right, free Snyder. It's over. Don't move a muscle. I'd love to stay in chat, but I've got to fly. All right, so let's move on. Um, it's the first time you meet Mr. Brown, who's just your typical uh, second-in-command. He's kind of incompetent, but he tries really hard. He's always worried that he's going to be murdered by his boss. I mean, that's kind of like the feeling I get from him. Yeah, I mean, you um, would be, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he threatens him multiple times. Um, so he tells Brown that he's going to go visit Maury, uh, which I think at the time you're like, that's weird. Why do we, you know, what connection do they have? So um, on the the last night at Grandpa's, the boys are all like, oh, I like it here, which is really weird because it's like they literally start school in two days. Like it doesn't matter if you like it there or not. You got to go home, uh, I think legally. But anyway, um, let's see. So Snyder shows up. Well, I guess you don't really know who it is. And a bunch of ninjas pop out. And Snyder's there, and he's, he, I swear he's always messing with his tie or messing with his, uh, what are those called, cufflinks and stuff like that. And he's just, like you said, he's kind of like a mustache-twirling villain. He's just really cliche, but he's the best villain of all time. So um, I know. It's really quite beautiful in a way. It is. It is. It's a masterpiece. Um, let's see. What do I got here? So, Pappy, why don't you go ahead. It's got to be pretty fresh in your mind. When the ninjas get out of the car and you know Snyder and Rushmore just sitting up there just staring what what goes down here um well there's like a big ninja breakaway fight too where the three ninjas take out a couple of them I think Tum Tum has some like silverware or something that he's <laughs> fighting with uh in the meantime grandpa's just like whooping ass like oh, taking yeah. out like five six seven ninjas at a time um I mean apparently it's just supposed to be lower level ninjas too i don't want to like skip over like the design of the ninjas i've never seen ninjas with like eye guards yeah uh, is that like a thing possibly i guess to you know you don't want the like in your eyes like three ninjas uh like the three stooges style but yeah i don't know maybe it's just for looks do you like the look of it i think it's weird um was it supposed to be like make them more anonymous? Like, is that kind of the point well, of it? You I guys got to keep in mind that these ninjas also use assault rifles. So yes. They're, <laughs> they're not well, they're really no ninjas. I think this by. was an insurance thing. <laughs> I don't think the there production. was a, a very high budget for this film. <laughs> and I think they said, well, that's fine. You can be doing all the stunts you want, but these guys are going to be protected. And I think it was like, I think the glasses probably cleared them for some insurance issues. Their budget was two point five million in ninety one, ninety two. So 
I don't want to breeze over though. Like, every time we see Grandpa fighting, it's usually from like an overhead perspective, so you can't tell it's like the stunt double. And then it cuts to just the old man in real yeah. life, and that like. I don't know. That juxtaposition is just so hilarious to me. Every oh, yeah. single time, like, flips and like kicks things this person couldn't possibly do in a million years. You can tell they made sacrifices. They're like, this. We yeah. cannot make it seem like this dude is actually fighting. So we're just gonna go with it. Like, they it seems like they kind of gave up on trying to hide him because it's very clearly a stunt double. I think they did a really good job with the kids, though. Personally. I mean, I think the kids do a lot of their own stuff. There are times, like, especially when they're doing flips, that it's not them. But I feel like that was really well done, obviously. And then you juxtapose, like you said, Pappy, juxtapose it to, I mean, you didn't say this, but you used that word, which I love, to uh, Grandpa's stunt double. And I think Snyder looked good, too. I mean, most of the time, it's him. Um, As far as I know, the kids train, but I think only Rocky in real life continue to do martial arts, so... Brett, I have a question uh, for you. Yep. Did the actor who plays Snyder like befall a horrific tragedy after this movie? <laughs> Did he I die? Don't know. I don't <laughs> I think that's I a think Brett fact I'm waiting for. Is like, well, no, maybe- I think he's alive. I just don't. I don't know. Like, he's only got two film credits, and one of them is like, uh, like an almost like an uncredited small role in another movie. I don't know. Okay, I do think it's he's hard good. to find. Ha- not having any nostalgia for this, I think there's a couple people who like. Make really get what kind of movie they're in. Um, one is oh, what's the fucking stunner guy's name? Fester. We'll Fester. <laughs> yeah, no, he's the Fester. best. I, I, I cannot yeah. wait to talk about that. Yeah, you're you're totally but, right. But but also but also Snyder. Snyder knows exactly what kind of movies he's in. He he knows exactly what the movie wants from him. It's to be the over the top guy. It's to have the biggest widow widow's peak in the game. Oh like, yeah, have like this. <laughs> These looks like I, I think that for what for what the movie needs Snyder to be like he is absolutely there and he, he delivers him and Mr. Brown to deliver a lot of some of these self-aware lines right like I love being a bad guy I, I'm yeah. sure I get that later or like why didn't you kidnap the kids when you were right next to the kids like five minutes ago like that's that's good shit actually God I love being a bad guy No yeah the other a lot of the other people I, I admit they, they do kind of take themselves a little too seriously I'd love to hear kind of like what Turtle Tob was like what his mindset was, like if he was in on the joke. Again, it's not really a joke, but it's a kid's movie. But And like uh, like we talked about, we haven't really talked about this now. We'll get to it later. But like the international version or the let's just say the different version because Corey and I still kind of like are weird about that. But the other version of the movie is much longer. It's more violent. They don't have a lot of the, you know, the, the zoinks and, you know, the mm-hmm. doinky sound effects. Uh, there's like, you know, they tie up people. It's just a lot more violent. I think it's a better product. The the original? The international version. I just hate the basketball part in that, but, you know, I've only seen that once, so it might be, but again, it's just kind of like, this is the one I wanted to review. It might be better. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I mean, again, it. I, they were worried about getting a PG-13. That's why they edited it. Release the turtle top cut. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's called go. Snyder Cut in this too. Nice. Go ahead, Pat. Is it like edited differently within the scenes? Because speaking of Snyder Cut, like, Stevie, that's something that you said on the Snyder Cut that the scenes get there too early and stay too long. Whatever cut I saw, if this is the home video cut, I feel like it's like aggressively edited. You know what I mean? Like, there are times where conversations will just like cut off kind of early. 
Oh yeah. There's the conversations are like a lot longer in the other version, Pappy. And like, there's, uh, there's more things explained even like in terms of Snyder's and yeah. uh, Mori Tanaka's relationship. A lot more explained. There's a resolution to the movie beyond, Hey kids, I love you now. Let's get pizza. Like they actually tie up the movie. I hate pizza. That's probably my biggest problem with the movie is this relationship between the grandpa and Snyder. And <laughs> I'm watching it right now and Rocky just uncovered this picture with the both of them <laughs> in it. And it's like, why is your why is your FBI dad letting you stay with your grandpa who clearly has a grudge with this evil villain guy or whatever and they're connected somehow? It's like uh, Yeah, it's weird. Like it's bad timing and kind of bad parenting. Uh, like they could at least wait till they catch him and hold off. But then again, to be fair, he doesn't want his kids going there. Or use the grandpa as like an informant or something, uh. or like use his help in some way to get closer to Snyder. Uh, but it's just but like, yeah, that's a good call, Mikey. Like he could have eased. He, like Snyder wanted Grandpa so bad. Like literally, one of the main underlying points is his men aren't trained very well. He wants Maury to train his men because look how awesome his grandkids are. Like he could have so easily gotten in with Snyder. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I never even thought about that. Over in five minutes. Oh yeah, my gosh, I, Mikey. I love that. Like the kid is just shuffling through the FBI case file. Like well, his, mo- <laughs> his mom is just like, yeah, go ahead, look through that file. Yeah, it's he's like, sitting in his dad's office. People. There could be bloody people in that file. You don't know what's in there. But dad just leaves it open uh, on his desk for. Yeah, he should be locking his office through. probably. Also, why has he got a big old office and three kids are sharing the same bedroom? It's a pretty big house, too. Now, I know they are redoing a room, but... Um, Pap, I'm just looking like on YouTube, they have uh, some scenes that are much longer. Uh, like Snyder, which I wish this would have been in the original, uh, the new one. He fights uh, two FBI agents. Like, that would have been really cool to see. Um, I think Fester, they make them that a little darker. But again, it's not like a dark movie, but... I think it was a little darker. Grandpa kills a man in the in that one. <laughs> does he really? Yeah. He does. It's awesome. <laughs> How? He throws a knife at his chest and the guy falls oh. down dead. Super fake out. You think Grandpa <laughs> turned evil and he's going to f- kill the children. He doesn't even say <laughs> duck. The kids just duck instinctively. And there's a yeah, dude there's a behind. Of like, <laughs> what? The, like, that one has like this weird kind of subplot where it's like, is grandpa evil? And this one touches on that, but doesn't really go into it. Yeah, I was going to say, because they're like, grandpa sold us out at one point. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that, Colt? Like, what? You know what? I always thought that was a little ridiculous, but. Brett, don't be mad. I only watched the international version. I'm sorry. Oh, oh really? Yes. So, like, I have a whole different perspective on this movie than everybody else. So, like, Grandpa, like, the fake-out of killing the children was the greatest thing in the world. Because you honestly thought, like, oh, Grandpa's going to kill these kids. Doesn't say duck. Doesn't say move, boys. He just throws a knife, and they ducked instinctively, and there's a dude behind him. It's awesome. It's part of their ninja training. I might have to watch that, like, tonight. No, maybe tomorrow. And they touch more on Mark Wahlberg, I believe, in the international (laughs) version. Were they going to his early albums or what? Well, I yeah, think who's Mark Wahlberg. What's that? Who's Mark Wahlberg? The Britney called the Vanilla Ice, but uh, the white guy. Yeah, the white oh. guy. Oh, yeah, cool. the white hip hop kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stevie calls him Mark Wahlberg. So she said she could see that. Why does he commit a hate crime? Well, <laughs> I think like in the actual version of this movie would have gone. That dude is the reason that Grandpa kind of looks funny. 
because that character would have probably beat Grandpa to death for how he looked. Oh. But moving on. <laughs> yeah. So have you never seen this cut that we're talking about? Uh, a long time ago. The version I watched, I believe, is a much darker movie. And I think only this version has the funniest scene I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the international one? The, the longer one? Yeah. Oh, bummer. I think. We'll see. All right. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, again, I've seen that, but let's move along. Sorry. Uh, I mean, I love that conversation. I don't remember what we got, what got us started on that, but uh, let's see. So they go, Pappy, just, man, it was a long time ago you talked about them fighting well, the guys. <laughs> well, real quick, too. I think we're, we're transitioning them with it coming back into like the city or whatever in their family. And that, this is another thing that shows like this movie's age. This is a children's movie that jokes about shooting their teacher with a 44 stud. Yep. Like, we used that to sing that all the time. Yeah. Not something that you say anymore <laughs> in kids' movies. I shot my poor teacher with a 44 stud. Look who's here. Shut up, Colt. Also, a, a little kid couldn't handle a 44, let's be honest, but... So it's 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 fictional. Maybe if they were a ninja. It's <laughs> yeah. part of their ninja training. Handguns. <laughs> uh, Not a real, real quick, ninja. You, yeah, you uh you skipped over a little bit, Pat, but like a little foreshadowing towards the end that we need to go to. Um first of all Oh yeah. After Grandpa beats the guys, uh he goes to confront Snyder and Snyder asks him, Hey, train my man, I'll pay you a fortune, and grandpa's like, F you and then Snyder kind of makes some not so subtle threats about uh, his son-in-law and his daughter, which uh, get, makes Maury really mad. And he tries to hit Snyder, but Snyder's way too strong and too fast for him. And then maybe my favorite quote, my friend and I love probably the most, was "Talk to Sam Douglas, get him out of my life, or I will rip out your heart." Talk to Sam Douglas, get him out of my life. Hmm. Why wouldn't Snyder just train his men then if he's better than Maury? Because he's a multi-millionaire criminal, man. for that. He's selling WMDs to foreign countries. I don't know about selling. I think theatrically showing off WMDs is kind of the way that you describe it. (laughs) Stevie, you know he uh, allots four hours every day to go buy a new white suit. Like, he doesn't have time. That is a tailored mm-hmm. suit, I will say. <laughs> a lot it's, of crates. That's custom. That's custom yeah. for sure. Yeah, he's always, he puts the crates, he <laughs> he nails them together, and he's the one that breaks in the test he's to make sure that he can do it. The <laughs> All right, so the, the, go ahead, Pat. No, I'm just laughing at, he's got this in his bedroom, just tons of like wood and nails <laughs> everywhere, just making crates all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's his true passion. That's why he wants to retire. That's in the turtle top cut for sure. <laughs> I know you're skipping over. The, I skipped over the light up doll. Light up the eyes. Yeah, thing. the light up yeah. the eyes, boys. That's a little bit of the. Uh, that was always one of the, the corniest parts to me, where he's like, hit here. But that's the same spot, Grandpa. Like, these kids aren't hitting with their toes. They're hitting with their feet. I mean, they're going to hit the same spot. I mean, but- he literally just moves the stick. Like, it's a, it is a totally different spot. And Rocky's like, it's the same spot. I'm like, Rocky, you're an idiot, man. What are you talking right, but about? but he kicks pretty much the same spot. But yeah. So he teaches them how to uh, really hurt people. So this is kind of how I see the first act ending. Again, I'm, I've never been one for acts. But 
So the second act, uh, I think Pappy talked about a little bit. It's them coming home. You kind of find out that the dad ain't got any time for his kids. Uh, you know, he's a busy man. Uh, he gives grandpa crap for the new names. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know if you Wait, knew this sorry, or not. Something, something on the dad real quick. Like, Sam my, my least favorite, like, I think one of the biggest problems with this movie is the only one who has an arc is the dad. Yeah. And the only arc is like the typical, stereotypical, like 90s, 80s dad thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He, I have he's underlying the only themes. One who dad doesn't something. spend enough time with the boys. Little yeah. Giant's dad. Right. <laughs> Johnny's dad? Johnny's dad. That's my dad. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm with I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's not gonna not award winning movie or that. Critics didn't really like this movie, but uh, so I don't know if you knew this or not, but Rocky loves Emily. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that, or that somewhere in my life. Is this what it's so from, annoying. Brian? Yeah, uh, you maybe heard it from my dad, who said it about a thousand times. Uh, Here's he the thing with Three that. Ninjas: its cultural impact is that line. What? I'm pretty yeah. sure of it. Like if you, you never ask heard that, someone, Pappy? no. Oh man, well, I, it was. If you ask someone who's seen Three Ninjas and you say, "Oh, do you know the movie Three Ninjas?" Rocky They'll say, "Rocky Emily. loves Emily." Rocky Mark my words. Emily. It could happen. I believe it. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is it because it's so obnoxious and like? Rocky the, loves well, Emily. it's half the dialogue in Rocky the movie. Loves Emily. Okay, so I think it's a pretty funny scene when. Emily's all up on Rocky. I mean, she wants a D. There's no doubt. And Jesus. I love the little <laughs> camera work of Tom uh, Tom. Not the camera work, but he's like hiding behind the bag. And he, I don't know. That, I think that's funny. But there's a lot of parts of this movie that I think are funny. So, so what's the basketball scene like in the American version? What's funny is if you look on, I, I feel like the movie that I have that I put up there. It's almost like a little mashup of, like, if you look on Wikipedia, it goes through the exact movie that we watched. Exactly. Except it says in there that they lost the basketball game. And at the end, it says that they beat up Wait. They beat up the bullies. Which, as you know, in this movie, they win the basketball game, and they don't beat up the bullies at the end. And I right. believe that's the same in the international version, correct, Stevie? They lose... Yeah, they the lose. International version. That makes so much more sense. And uh, do they spot him nine points? They spot him yep. nine points. They get to nine nine. He undercuts him, right, Stevie? And then that's how they win. Well, it's also ridiculous. These kids have obviously never played street ball. You always play to eleven, win by two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ridiculous. Duh. First to ten, winner takes all. Ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, Those California boys don't know street ball. Yeah, so he gets undercut. Colt wants to fight. Brother's like, no, Colt, you're too powerful. Grandpa says we can't. And Emily's mad at him because, mad at Colt because he didn't get hit her bike back from the basketball game. And they also lost their bikes in the process. It was a whole yeah. thing. Does like the payoff of like not showing off like actually like happen in the international cut, Stevie? Like, does Colt like learn a lesson? At some point? No, no, at the end, when they beat up Mark Wahlberg, Emily just goes, show off. But, and, but Rocky does it. Oh, Rocky yeah, Rocky. Rocky. Out of yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Rocky. That's what I meant. Rocky. Because like that's, that's what's so bizarre about this is that Rocky gets yelled at by Emily for being a show off. And this is like the first time we see that flaw. Then like literally in the next scene, he's a show off again. But this time it works out. 
You know but what I mean? Dunk the basketball for the free throw line, Daddy. I'm playing hoops. Just playing basketball. I'm playing the shooty baskets. <laughs> we'll play you. <laughs> Are, they on too. <laughs> Are they playing like Michael Jordan and Magic Irving Johnson in the international version Dude, as well? Because Rocky's jumping flying. ten feet in the air, <laughs> and like kids are going nuts. It's it, I, I didn't understand it. Rocky dunks from the free throw line. Dude, he yeah. does Air Jordan, and you're just no wonder. The dad is pissed. He's like, these boys need to, need to be playing to AAU play basketball, basketball yeah. rather yeah. than hanging out with their grandpa <laughs> over the summer. Because they got scholarships ahead of them. I think more impressive than the dunk from the free throw line is when... Is the alley-oop? Well, no. I think it's when... I think it's Colt. He, like, stands literally underneath the hoop, puts his hand behind, like, his back. Like, you know what I mean? And the uh, Mark Wahlberg guy shoots the ball from, like... The top oh, yeah. of the key, and Colt like <laughs> jumps straight up in the air and blocks it. He would have had to like have his feet over the backboard to do that. <laughs> if anybody has played NBA Street Volume Two, uh, that's exactly how you play defense in that game. It's just <laughs> jump thirty feet in the air and block every shot. Dinner served, baby. Dinner served. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. <sighs> That's the one I grew up with. So I like literally, I was talking to Corey about this a few weeks ago. The first time I ever saw this on TV or recently as an adult, or it was on a movie channel and I was watching the, this actually might've been 10 years ago. I don't remember, but I was watching the basketball game and then they lost. I was like, am I dreaming? Am I like, I I had no (laughs) idea what was going on. It's very off putting when you don't expect it. It caught me. I mean, it floored me. I was because I mean, I've seen this movie 70 times and they win the basketball game and then to see them lose i, I just was like flabbergasted <laughs> but the thing of it is going in cold to see them win i was probably equally flabbergasted because it just makes no sense within like an arc of like a, a character or a story mm-hmm. that he like spots them nine points That's and then they still they win but it's so stupid like why 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 are they rewarding and showing off? Why spot him nine points? Like I don't know. It'd be much better to beat him ten nothing. I don't know. It's just so arrogant. I don't understand. So you think the character arc is better for them that they get cocky and they lose? Well, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, it's not even about being cocky. Like in the version well, I watched, the grandpa teaches them is to not be cocky well, or show in off. In the version something? I watched, like it should be about trust because freaky deaky Rocky. Uh, doesn't pass Colt the ball, and that's the reason they lose. And it, like all they had to say is, no. "Why don't you trust me? Why don't you trust me?" That's all they had to say. <laughs> In any kind of normal movie, the they don't start out as fucking superheroes, right? Oh, like they would OP. be having, they would have that opening montage, and there would be something like some trust or like love or like communication between the brothers, right? That they, they fuck up one of the drills or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it comes up again in the basketball game, and then that's how like they would be able to defeat. Silverface or that big guy at the end who they fight or like whatever Random you know what I mean? they would task. use they would use that Rushmore. like thing that they learned to like beat one of the bosses but there's nothing like like that at all they're just badasses killing everybody <laughs> the whole time just leveling up not even leveling up just killing everybody as they go stats are maxed uh from the beginning of the movie <laughs> cheat codes man all right yeah i mean i i get it that I, I again that's why i kind of sent that scene oh so you didn't you didn't watch the scene that i sent pappy i did afterwards oh and then yeah I was and that's confused. also different yeah. yeah they fight so where does that fall in normal where does that fall in the movie is what's that really weird is it's it well, is sorry, so you should say what's, sorry you should say what's in the scene first before you for the audience oh it's uh yeah. where were we the basketball mm-hmm 
Well, it's like they beat him up or something. They they get the bikes back. That's what you're talking Wait, about. Wait, after yeah. the game, they get the bikes back. Yeah, if you look at Wikipedia, it says something like it was put in at the end for to tie up loose ends. But like, I believe. Well, you Stevie, tell me, international isn't that at the very end of the movie? That's at the very end of the movie. After the dad's like, "I love my children now. Let's get pizza." They okay. like so fast forward it's to at the, the end. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at Wikipedia, it's at the end of the normal version too. So again, I don't know what version huh. that is because that's not the one I have. But they put that in too. So it almost seems like it was after that same day of school. But I think it was just like the next day. So yeah, and they kick he kicks the living crap out of the bully it's kind of funny uh i mean it's just literally just beats the crap out of him so uh yeah so that's a scene i sent like i wanted to have a discussion kind of about this basketball scene in the international version because i bet a lot of people that are listening only know that version like stevie so um i probably should have said something in the beginning but you know they'll know that's, maybe, that's maybe they're really confused like the definitive version now, right? Because like the one that you sent, Kylo, 13 million views on YouTube, but like all of the official streaming of Three Ninjas is the international version now. So right? weird. Drew, did you see that the comments were turned off in the description in that video? It's like, I know this is not the international version. <laughs> we Please know. stop. Yeah. <laughs> they win the basketball the game. game. Yeah. This is the one that I grew up with, so I don't want to hear about the international version or something. <laughs> Yeah, I believe for the, if you look on uh, IMDb, I think for the longest time, you couldn't find the international version anywhere. Like it actually never, I don't believe it ever came to home video. Uh, Corey might have a different remembrance of that. That but tells I don't me that, 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 the inter- that the international version is the turtle top cut then. <laughs> Probably. And like it didn't that's, really that's come around until 2017 when it showed up on Hulu. Restore the turtle top verse. <laughs> I still like Corey saying, release the Snyder cut. I mean, it kind of just with a SNY. Well, are they both SNY? I don't know. <laughs> but let's, uh, I'm going to get someone talking about this next scene that I'm going to run and pee. So um, no, I got I got to stop and piss. I'm sorry. All right. Let's, let's, oh, wait, right. Well, mission mid, from... mid episode spoiler man break. <laughs> Jeez. I'm stopping. I'll be right back. Okay. Sorry, guys. You're good. I'm not don't, stopping you, my track. Don't pause right your back. track though. Did you pause your track, Brett? Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That's going to be ugly. If we had ads, this is where we would put an ad. Uh, Good, so, bad, ugly. Oh, potential it's sponsors be so out ugly. there. Ugly. Ugly. <laughs> Why can't they say that word? It's not that tricky. Imagine being like Megan Nicole and just uploading this movie and getting 13 million plays. How it. how is it not taken down? That's what I don't understand. Does Disney still own the rights to this movie? Oh, I don't know. I would guess not. Otherwise, it'd be gone. It's not on Disney Plus. Yeah. This is a Disney movie, huh? Yeah. Where did you watch it, Stevie? Hulu. Hulu, baby. Drulu. Drulu. Did you have to pay? No, I didn't pay. You insane? Not paying for this film. <laughs> I wish I watched it on YouTube. The version Brett put in Drive was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was so pixelated and compressed. I don't Ugh. think it's unheard of for us to do a mid. Oh, wait. But did you pause your track or no? Tell me no. No. No, okay, I did good. not. Okay, good. I'm back. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that. That's weird. Um, all right. So we got to get a move on. Um, 
Hey, Pat. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Is this going in the episode? Maybe. Who's to say? What year did this come out? 92. I will say something about the boys' room. They have a pic- uh, a poster of Jordan, uh, like, just in the background. I have that exact same poster, which I thought was <laughs> oh, really shit. cool. Yeah. Nice. And, like, James Worthy, too, I think. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the other one? Big basketball guys. Big so basketball heads. what date did this come out on? This is insane. Why? Uh, well, no, never mind. I'll just ki- save it for after the episode. Okay. I don't think it's okay. proper to talk about it on here. Just do it. No, do it. No, it's all that's right. Gonna, that's going to tick me off. What? I don't August, know. Se- I don't August 7th, 1992? What does that mean? All right. When did the LA riots happen? <laughs> right around there. According to Sublime, April 24th, 1992. Uh, yeah, April, April 26th, spring. 1992. Yeah. And just... the so- the, he says April 26th, 1992, and the song, I believe, is called April 29th, 1992. Well, Get you it think right? You think the dad nah. had something to do with the L.A. riots? I wouldn't be shocked. I could, I could see it. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. The FBI were out of control, just firing bullets in this random L.A. neighborhood. I also think it's a little. I mean, it does. It's not a great look to have the only African American character like That's be a true. bully and get his ass kicked. Yeah, he's the only one. He's the, That's literally not. Not true, his partner, though. or not the dingus who the ball bounces off his foot. There's so many black kids in this, in the schoolyard. I'm like, talking about prominent ones, like okay, an actual actor with a line. But go ahead. No, the one guy wants to collect evidence at the end. Yeah, he's a workaholic, Stevie. I mean, <laughs> he's got kids too, but he he got to do his job. All right, before I move on, I said I was going to ask a Stevie question. I, how many of the six bullies? Ended up leaving, uh, leading decent lives, and how many were hard prison? <laughs> okay, the guy in the bull's jacket. If everyone <laughs> please look, that guy is the worst and the funniest. He gets his cue right on time, though, Brett. Which guy? Why, because he walks up and crosses his arms. Yeah, the guy crosses his arms. Like it's like a freaking music. I don't know. I can't. Even, I, it's like a new kids on the block video. When you're a jet, you're a jet for life. <laughs> it's kind of what it is. It's like it's so comical. I just want to know how many of those kids are in prison. Oh, they're all dead. I mean, that kid <laughs> on the right. In the, the big bu- bully? Well, he's he's the villain in the second movie. He is a villain in the second Wait, movie. The kid who crosses his arms is a villain? Oh, no, no, no. no the, Mark Wahlberg. No, Vanilla Ice oh, kid. Yeah. I was going to say, man, I'm shocked he didn't turn his life around after this and meet the Pope. Um, no, I think that's actually uh, <laughs> the guy on the right, I think, might be uh, Ivan Reitman's kid. Really? Really? Wow. No, but it looks exactly like him. Oh, I'm going to say, oh, that kid wow. in the bull's jacket definitely went to Dartmouth at some point in his life. Um, yeah, he's no bully. That's that's straight posing for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to know, in the American version, like, <laughs> is it's strange to me. Were the three kidnappers a part of the Manson family in the American version? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, really? They're just stoners, which is weird that they're I'm telling like, you, those kids are descendants of the Manson family for sure. Like It's possible, I guess. Like In the version I watch, I'm sure it's the same in the American version. There's a hard zoom in on a sticker that says, Die Yuppie Scum on their van. Oh, yeah. 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 Like I'm positive these kids are at least offspring of the Manson family. You're calling I them th- kids. Okay, they're not kids. Men. I'll they're say 30 years they're old. 30 years old. Yeah, 30-year-old dudes. <laughs> it's Mr. Brown's sister's kid. <laughs> <It> counts. <laughs> 
All right, so Fester yeah, makes the movie for me. I think he is the best character. Yeah, I love the three stunners. They're my favorites. And I think he's the one who's got the best, like, actual acting uh, IMDb. Like, I think he's got... I could see He's it. the most active, I believe. He was on um, JAG for a real long time. Was he really? Yeah. Nice. He played, like, the same character in, like, JAG... NCIS and something else. Matlock. Was he like a computer guy or something? Stunner. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. I just uh, saw just it. Because I, uh. I looked him up as well on IMDb because he was the best part of the movie. And I was like, what else has this guy been in? In NCIS, he's like, first we feast and then we bust felons, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stop for some za. Right. It's good za, too. I think most of my favorite... I mean, obviously, I'm a, I'm a Snyder guy, but... The three bullies, well, at least more like two of them, because one of them, every word he says is dude, except for one time he says something else. But let's get to them. Uh, we'll skip over the basketball. I mean, we, we talked about it ad nauseum. So so Snyder tells Brown to kidnap the kids because he's got to deal with Colonel Farouk uh, in a couple days. And it almost seems like he wants to kidnap him and then like let him go. But I doubt that's what he would do, but maybe... Um, and since they're under surveillance, he kind of wants to go outside of the network. So he calls his nephew Festin, a.k.a. Fester, and uh, his two bros, Hammer and Marcus. And as Pappy says, and pretty much everyone else, th- they're like the comic, the best comic relief in this movie. Um, you meet them. Uh, Mikey, why don't you tell us how we meet them? Uh, Well... They're like in a convenience store or something, and they just seem like typical, like really old stoners. Nothing going on in their lives, and classic ninety. They listen to Sublime. Uh, oh, definitely, <laughs> and Metallica. Yeah, and definitely. classic. Uh, they're about to like check out uh, at the cash register, and they end up sticking up this convenience store, and then just like robbing the place and. He he gets like a, a notification on his beeper or something from you said it was his uncle or his. He I says d- like my sister's kid, right? Isn't, isn't that what uh, he says, Corey? Yeah. yeah so yeah, so, it's his uncle. Yeah, nephew so Fester. They they get hired by the uncle or whatever, and uh, just to kidnap. I guess that's when your uncle asks you to kidnap somebody, you go ahead and do it. <laughs> so uh, they just drop everything and. Uh, try to kidnap these kids. All right, listen. We want you to snatch a few kids for us. Would these be like any kids, or do you have some specific ones in mind? There are three very specific little boys. Stevie, correct me if I'm wrong. In the version you watch, they actually shoot their gun into the ceiling and tie the guy up, right? Oh, it's it's pretty violent. Yeah, it's kind of I thought. I was kind of on the edge of my seat during this scene. There wasn't a whole lot of comedic... uh, uh, moments really it was mainly just uh we're gonna tie this dude up and then even though we're stoners and we enjoy some delicious saw and riding waves we're gonna look at looking at life in prison because our uncle told us to right so pappy i asked you mm. earlier you said you like you like the idea of them losing the basketball game more i gotta think that you like the idea of taking that out in this movie taking them being extra violent out because like don't you kind of feel like this movie needed them to be goofy and kind of like lovable stoner criminals as opposed to, you know, like Stevie said, looking at 25 to life. Do you mm-hmm. think that works better? 
That's a good question. It's hard to say without seeing the international cut. True. I I like, like I said, I think that like Fester is my favorite part of the movie. I think he's the best actor. It's tempting to say like I would have liked to see more of him on screen, but that's like an easy trap to like True. fall into. Sometimes more isn't always better. I, I think that they're pretty much perfectly deployed in this movie. My only complaint would be is that a lot of what we get from them is like Kylo always talks about on Big Dumb Movie. This is the Home Alone ripoff genre of like all Home Alone ripoff True. genres. So like, I don't know, maybe a little bit like more gravitas, like a little bit more weight behind what's happening in that scene would have made it less absurd. I, I, I don't know. I could go either way. I guess that's a tough one. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, also, they make a really bad decision by asking to use the phone. I mean, easily traceable back to... Excuse me, sir. Can I please use your telephone? So, yeah, uh, they use the phone. They call. Uh, Brown tells them... First of all, I love... Another th- quote that I used to say all the time is... Snyder's like, tell me, have they studied the masters of our Eastern philosophy like our other men? And it's <laughs> no. like, they could not be more opposite of a martial artist. He goes, I don't know for sure... But they do a lot of reading. Yeah. And then it shows them reading a surfing magazine. And you think that they're looking at a naked chick, but it's a surfboard. It's classic. Classic misdirect. Um, let's see. So then we get to what I always thought was like the coolest room ever growing up. I mean, it sucks that the three of them all live together. Uh, now, my brother and I shared rooms after a certain point, so it's I get that. Um, and as Pappy's little uh, letterbox review, he wanted to play some Super Mario 3, which... Mm-hmm. Brittany and I beat that game a, a month or so ago. So, so um, fun. Did you use uh, the pipes or the or the no. wind or the whistle, or Come did on. you do it legit? Okay. I ain't no punk. Okay. We ain't no punks. Okay. Did you okay. pee wing world eight? <laughs> I don't know if we we, we didn't do all the extra. Yeah, yeah you pee wing world eight. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't remember. We were too busy beating other games. We just moved on to the next one. Okay, so I, I mean, who didn't want an alarm like that? When you were a kid, I knew I knew that kid. Him. Which kid? Uh, the kid who gets beat up. Um, he's a uh, young doughboy. I didn't realize. Boys that. in the hood. Yes. Yeah, he was oh, young doughboy. I knew I knew. Definitely. Him. Give him brother ball back. Yeah. Hey, give me my brother's ball back. That's the only two things I know him from are this and. It's funny when I watch Boys in the Hood. I was like, oh, that's the guy from Three Ninjas. That's how that you worked mean for me. But... Baja Blast Jackson. Yeah, yeah that's Jackson. a weird name, right? <laughs> <laughs> What's his real name, Mikey? Baja Jackson. Baja Jackson. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. I knew it was weird. Um, so also, uh, you know, Rocky's got name. that. Rocky's got that sweet phone. So if he wants to, you know, uh, I don't want to make another joke like that, but you got it. Is uh, is that string phone going across the entire neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> like, how is that thing working? I think they're neighbors. Oh, they're right next to each other. Yeah, I, I think so. Because when they get back from Grandpa's house or whatever, she's like all the way down the street, and it's like, geez, just a long string hanging across the entire neighborhood. <laughs> Isn't it Probably, supposed to be yeah. like a two, like a, a string from one point to the other one, like a straight line? Like, yeah, but that people, if you like look at IMDb, that's definitely a mistake. People point out like. Those only work if it's like it's taught as can be, and that doesn't seem like taught. it's taught. It's taught like a taught. tiger. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so, Colt opines if they should tell 
their dad about the guy. Man, it seems like we have not made a lot of progress in this movie. Then again, uh, it's not much after the kidnapping scene, so we'll get to that real quick. Uh, they're trying to figure out if they should tell their dad about Snyder, who they don't know who it is, but they'll say they will later. Um, the criminals, the kidnappers show up, crawling with feds. This is a little kind of an adult line that made it into the movie. Uh, like when they're asking, like, who would you rather do? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Marsha Brady or Laura Partridge? I'd rather do Lori. <laughs> okay, cool. Sir, Cheryl Ladd or Kurt Hossett? Uh, Tony Roberts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's time for some excellent breaking and entering. Which is not super PG, but it's also 92, so, you know, it was okay. Parents were just now being good. We've already been over this 80s parents. It was just 80s dads that were terrible. Stevie? What's up? Is it the, just 80s dads that are terrible or 80s parents? Um, Typically, if you were born in the late 80s or early 90s, <laughs> your father let you watch whatever you honestly wanted. So Definitely. That's why I watched Silence of the Lambs and I was like five years old. Same. But that was more of my grandpa. But my parents didn't really have rules either, but... Um, so they're crawling with feds. Slurpee, Slurpee. Slurpee. Radical. Slurpee. Dude, we're out of here. So one of my favorite things that I quote all the time, my brother quotes, we love it. I'm sure Corey does as well. When they're following the kids, I'm backtracking a little bit. They're like, slow it down, slow it. Slow it. Slow it down, slow it. And then it's classic when he hits the thing and they're like, somebody got a ticket. And they're like, shut up. And then the, they're like, the cop's like, huh? Yeah, classic. I mean, again. Not they, you. They, the kids. These guys make the movie. Slow it down. Slow it. Slow it down. Slow it. Slow it down. Uh-oh. Fender bender. Dude. Someone got a ticket. Shut up! Not you. Kids. I've always loved them, and I get super pumped when the kidnapping scene starts, so... Uh, like somebody mentioned, was this even in any other context, Brett? I swear. Yeah, yeah. Any oh, other I love context. the kidnapping. I love those kidnappers. Uh, well, they don't want to hurt oh, you. No, right? robbers. We they just want to kidnap you. We just want to kidnap. Oh, we are kidnappers. Um, so I think Pappy, a long time ago, might even before the pod started, Colt learns who Snyder is and he starts to be like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's that kind of the seed of doubt starts to get into him. Um, the kidnappers, they overpower the babysitter. Classic line, first we feast, then we felony. Um, the character design on the babysitter is also absurd. Like, it's like a cartoon character of, like, the most off-putting mm-hmm. babysitter you could ever imagine. She has curlers, like, in her it's, hair, and she's literally angry. It's literally a white version of uh, moving with the auntie and uncle in Bel Air from uh, yes. Fresh Prince. That's the same That's, actor that played Bricktop. No. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that would have been funny, but Pappy doesn't even know who Bricktop is yet. I don't so, know who that is. Yeah. Oh, you will. Uh, okay, so Colt sees the kidnappers. He sees what they're doing, and they decide, you know what? This is our chance to prove to our dad that we can defend ourselves, and this ninjutsu stuff's legit. I always thought it was really fun. They're funny that they're like, Where's the where's the knife throwers and the what are they, Corey? What are they? What's he looking for? Uh, the slingshots. 
Knife uh, throwers? I, I thought they said night throwers. I had no idea what that ever was. <laughs> like, the, like, yeah, your dad should not let you keep those in the room. But, yeah, you know, boys fight, so... Uh, let's see. Uh, Corey, you want to, like, kind of go through... Rocky starts to act, and he breaks... He sends everybody off, and they do a set, ready, break. You want to tell him what's kind of going on? Yeah, the kids are not stressed about the situation very much because they can immediately form like a phased plan on the fly. Uh, they never really explain what the phases are. It's always just like, uh, I don't know, beat up these guys a little bit and then run away and regroup and then beat them up some more in different phases for some reason. One of the things though, that happens in this area is Colt like leads them into the room that's being worked on. Like there's no lights in the room and uh, he's just kind of like sneaking up on them and like hitting them or making them hit each other. But I was always bothered by the fact that he spray painted spray his mask. Painted it. Unforgivable. <laughs> Unforgivable. I just need a forum to express my annoyance with that. Like, he only gets one mad. of these, you know? Like, no, you're going to ruin yeah, it? It's super old, too. Also, later <laughs> in the movie, he, like, throws away his gi or whatever. He takes it off, and he's the only one running around without one. Hmm. He's wearing, like, that sweater that looks like with those old styrofoam cups with the... Yeah, Blue like the 1992 purple. sweater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, early 90s. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'm with you, Corey. I'm glad you brought that up. It always bothered me. I I even asked Brittany. I said, "Can you get that paint off?" She said, "Not without taking the other paint off." So I'm like, I mean, that thing's passed down and everything. It's just it always bothered me. Just he got so that quick. on his fucking day of names. He literally uh, got it three days ago. <laughs> no respect. But uh, a couple of the other things that happen in here. I mean, I've. I've done a lot of podcasts at Big the Movie on Three Ninjas movies, but uh, there's the classic jelly beans, which obviously doesn't make any sense. Like, they spill the jelly beans on the ground, and then the villains slip on them. Again, this is some very Home Alone shit that happens here, but they would just crush them. I mean, I've said that before on other podcasts. They fling CDs in their face. They uh, trick them into drinking laxative. <laughs> I love that this stuff is good. <laughs> that's how he gets him to drink it. He just like pretends to drink a cup and says, this well, is good. And then they want it. I think it's just because their face is burning. Like, I think everything's burning. I think that's why. But go ahead. Keep, continue. Uh, well, at one point, Rocky tries to murder Festin. He's, he's had enough. You know, he's like, all right, fuck these assholes trying to break in. I'm just going to hang this guy from the top story with neckties. Okay, guys. Phase two? Phase two. Dude. Dude. <sighs> Where is Fester? Uh, Tidge, bail me out. <laughs> so good, though. <laughs> I mean, it's great, but it, it it could be perceived as pretty brutal. Like, he wraps the neckties around him and then just, like, hangs off the ledge while Festin, like, barely, I don't know, survives, it seems. <laughs> that part is pretty brutal. Stevie, does this play different in the international version? No, it's pretty dark. Uh, one of the kids tries to commit murder for sure. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's always like some funny parts to me. I I don't know why I always thought it's so funny when they're like, "Last one out, close the door," and they like both all run towards it, and the guy who loses is like legit devastated that he lost a completely made up game that has no stakes at all. But they're so childish that that's what it is. Um, and like. You know, they're like super nice. They're like, oh, we should save some of these pizza for the kitties. I bet they're really nice. I mean, they're that's why I like the fact that they don't commit more crimes earlier on and they're like a little nicer people. So 
Plus, nobody really knows what happens to them at the end. I also like the line when Snyder, uh, Mr. Brown's like, don't screw this up or I'll have to kill you. And he's like, bummer. So, well, they did screw it up. So oh, I guess yeah. that explains that. They tried, though. They tried really hard. So, yeah, we see some pretty good booby traps, I guess. Uh, the pepper bombs are pretty good. And uh, so I have this stuff is good and diarrhea on one of my notes. But we're past that. Uh, so, Pappy, yeah. Fester says we need to find their fatal flaw. What is their fatal flaw? Uh, Emily, right? And my, yeah, and my favorite part of the whole movie always makes me laugh every time, even as an adult, is when, well, it's actually a combination, is when he's like, come over, uh, come over. And then when she comes in and they're hiding they're behind, just the, hiding plant, behind the fake plant, it makes me laugh. <laughs> and they're like, <coughs> it makes me laugh every time, even as an adult. So, oh, and also, don't you just hate us? Makes me laugh too. So I like when Tum Tum, uh, when they go to rescue the babysitter. This might be a little bit later, but Tum Tum's this woman's just been like attacked by three like armed criminals. Yeah, and sho- a pizza shoved in her face, traumatized. She's shaking. She's banging on the door. She's shaking so hard, and Tum Tum's just like, "You save any pizza for us, bitch?" <laughs> Gets in her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, he's so not ridiculous. Very smart. Oh, okay, sorry. The the line that I actually laughed last night, it caught me off guard, and I've obviously heard it, but uh, Tom Tom goes, sorry if it stings. Sorry if it stings. I should not be finding this stuff as funny as I do, but I'm sorry I do. So, like, you, at the, at, we'll skip right there, like, to what you said. Does anybody actually have any other funny Fester, Marcus, Hammer things that you want to talk about? What happens to these guys after they're just kind of out of the movie after this, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you actually look on IMDb, someone's got like three different things that could have happened. Like one is they get arrested, two they sneak out. I don't remember the, all three of them, but they're and then you know they could have been <laughs> someone put their fanfic on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even like a resolution in the longer version. They just disappear in that one too. They just disappear. I'd like to think that what? Ha- I think that I'd like to think that Hammer kind of turns his life around. He seemed pretty nice. I, I like to think he went on tour with Metallica, became a roadie, found some deep meaning in his life, something like that. I mean, I think they go back with like Snyder's goons because in in that one, Stevie doesn't festive say, um, "Can we get paid now?" At the very end of that, they just dip. Uh, like I literally, sworn that was in it. Yeah, they, I feel they, like I remember that. Hmm, that's weird. They just straight out dip. There's like no explanation of like really what happens to them at all. Hammer's real name, according to IMDb, is DJ Harder. So <sighs> I hmm. love that. That's so great. he just Christian kept name? trying to be a DJ. <laughs> yeah, just a plethora and when he of didn't awesome make it, names. They're like, you just need to DJ Harder. And he just kept going and going. What a DJ success story. Harder. DJ Harder. <laughs> Perfect name. All right. So anybody else got any? Things are. There's one like throwaway shot. I think harder. I think it is. Like he goes in the right side of the closet and he goes behind the door and he comes on the left side. He has like a hard hat on. Um, yeah. It's, it's such a weird shot because it like would have taken, you know, not a significant amount of effort, but a decent amount of effort. And it's it, like, it's not even like pointed out in the movie. You know what I'm talking about, Kyle? It's very like a subtle little weird visual gag. Like, I right, like you it. can see him for a moment and then he's like, he's covered by something in the foreground 
then the mm-hmm. next time you see him, he has a hard hat on. And it's like a ve- it's like a one second moment when you can't see him, right? It's a lot of work for that one little joke. Oh, uh, yeah. Now I but, think about the logistics hey, for but it, sure. Did it not work, Pappy? I like you got yeah, you talking no, about it. I don't think I listen, I think this is a dumb movie made by a smart person. Like I don't think it's like a horrible movie by any stretch. I like even like that little detail, I'm like, that's that's smart. Like it's it, someone was thinking about something when they did that. I don't know what it was. Restore the turtle it. top verse. Restore the turtle top verse. Is it is this his first movie? I think it's like his first like big budget one. Quote unquote. Because it is very goofy. All right. So let's finish up what I call uh, act two. Uh, so like Pappy said, they open up, they try to tell the babysitter that everything's okay. And then all of a sudden you see Brown and Rushmore in the back. And who is it? Colt tries to kick. Random task. <laughs> Random. Is that the actual one? Or is that the one from Austin Powers? Odd job is the guys is the actual one. Okay. Random task. Random is task the, is in prison for a long time. Oh, that's unfortunate. What yeah, do you do? Well, if, when you no bad bad stuff. Oh, mm. traffic violation. See, there's Brett's sad fact of the day. I was waiting for it. Like this guy but committed this suicide. Movie. This guy's in prison. Like I love Brett facts. They're awesome. I think he like I think he raped and murdered somebody. So there it is. <laughs> Those are the two big ones. That's At least one of the big two. Brett now, nailed him on the head. Some, if he throw in some treason in there, then we got the big three. But I don't think he... <laughs> some light treason. <laughs> Just some light treason. Light treason. You're a true American, Brett. <laughs> All right, so third act, which is seriously really, really lean. But uh, I don't know why they let Emily live. Uh, they could have just murdered her and taped the note to the front of the door, but they Is that what you Emily... would have done? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a murderer. Don't you no, forget I mean, that. if you were them. I mean, if you were them. Yeah, no witnesses. I mean... <laughs> this podcast should be called I, w- <laughs> I Wouldn't Murder Emily, I done but it. if I did... If I would have done it, the O.J. Simpson spoiler story. Simpson, yeah. yeah. That could be the book uh, that Brown writes or whatever. <laughs> Nicole Brown. As Pappy said earlier, uh, I believe, like, they know who did this, so I guess it wouldn't be the end of the world. Like, they, they could leave her alive. It looks like... Uh, Snyder plans on disappearing after he gets his money. Uh, and also, the poor person in me always was like, Snyder, why did you leave that briefcase? There's at least some hundreds in there. Did anybody else, the poor p- poor person inside I of you? I just would have grabbed the hundreds been like, all right. <laughs> See, you saying that brings me back to thinking that as a kid. <laughs> but he literally has a suit that's probably worth a lot more than what's in that briefcase. But I'm just like, man, that's a couple grand. Take that, man. You try flying on a helicopter ladder with one arm carrying a briefcase. Nope. nope. All right? You're right. You're right. I couldn't do that anyway. I'm terrified of heights. So uh, I, it makes me cringe every time I see it. I got to fly. Um, so then we get our, it's been coming to a head the whole time. Grandpa and Sam Douglas argue about what to do with Snyder. And then for the first time in the movie, the mother asserts herself. Uh, she, I love you both. My grandpa's a special man. Let him give it a shot. And Sam, which is agrees just the wrong call, right? Like it's so stupid. Like the shot where the grandpa like comes through the fog. <laughs> so good. Like- that's the part where I lost my mind. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Is that thank it? You. Is that it? Yeah. That, that's the part. Yes. Okay. So did this? Like okay. So what part of California did this take place in? Southern California. It, it looks like Palmdale. 
how close is that to Los Angeles? Is that greater Los Angeles area? <laughs> Steve wants to tie this so hard to the LA You riots. could say it's in the greater Los Angeles area, yeah. It's in San Bernardino County. I'm just going to say, if anybody knows anything about the policing of Southern California in the early 90s, wasn't a great track record. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they were ready to blow Grandpa They away. were ready to blow Grandpa to smithereens and ask questions later. The dad is like, hold on, hold on. That's just my dementia of Richard's father-in-law. That's my favorite line of the whole movie <laughs> is when he goes, hold on. It's my father-in-law. Like, I <laughs> lost my mind when he said that. Don't move. Wait, wait. Hold your fire. Hold your fire. It's my father-in-law. Grandpa really has some balls showing up dressed in a fucking ninja Halloween costume to an FBI <laughs> crime scene. Yeah. Carrying a weapon. <laughs> Carrying a weapon. That's why I was so shocked he wasn't blown away. Has anybody seen Die Hard 2? Yes. Oh, yeah. When he shoots the blanks in the airport, it's like he's so lucky he didn't get blown away by all those cops. But anyway, that always reminds me of that. But that's funny because he's so little, too. He's so unimposing. Mm-hmm. And... He's supposed to be super tough. Which is what I was saying, Brett. Like, it's like, why... Can you imagine an FBI officer, like, deferring to an old man with a katana to go... Like, <laughs> not only are his kids being kidnapped, this is a international weapons dealer. Like, no, you, you literally can't do this, Grandpa. I'm sorry. Especially since, if you think about it, his plan's not very good. He sneaks onto the boat, but he literally jumps in the middle... Of everybody who have guns. I thought he was going to like shimmy up the rope from like below or something. No, he's just walking in the middle of the fucking spotlight, like up yeah, the rope. Yeah, it's not like, very, uh, I was like, someone's got to see him. But, huh? guess not. But yeah, so let's get to that. I mean, I'm glad, Stevie, that that's really funny. I'm glad it's in both versions where he just kind of shows up. Lost my mind. It's the most ridiculous <laughs> part of the whole movie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Sam ends up giving Grandpa one hour. And like Pappy mentions, Grandpa sneaks on the onto the boat. Uh, he knocks somebody out. I don't think he kills them in this part, but he comes up and sne- hits somebody from behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about what Pappy said earlier about how oh, these kids are almost like superheroes. Like if you look, if you go back and watch this movie, Rocky almost immediately forms a plan all the time. Like he's very smart. Like they make him almost like a superhero. Where he comes up with the plan to get out of captivity after about six seconds. Colt's over there talking about how Grandpa's a bad guy out of out of nowhere. Tum Tum's talking about he's going to starve to death, even though you find out later he's got his lucky jelly beans. Um, well, hey, plot, let's plot let's hole. get real here. Tum Tum is the Michelangelo uh, <laughs> of this group. Uh, who are the yeah. other two kids? Rocky's definitely Leonardo, and Colt is Raph for sure. They don't got a Donatello. That uh, could be Grandpa. Grandpa Splinter. Grandpa oh, yeah, Splinter. Grandpa Splinter. Good point. Good uh, point. Let's good say point. it's Mio in the next movie. She's not in this movie though. Yeah, I'd say her. I like that one. It's not very good, but it's okay. Um, so yeah, he easily Snyder would be Shredder. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, for he's sure. Better than Shredder, but I'm just kidding. Shredder's amazing. Don't talk about movies that Pappy already hates because he has no nostalgia. He's already on this one. Rushmore's That's Rocksteady. <laughs> I could do this all day. Keep going, Brett. <laughs> and Mr. Brown is Krang? Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> all right, so, uh, Mikey, why don't you just walk us through real quick how dumb these uh, guards are and how Rocky gets out of captivity? Uh, yeah, he 
while they they left a phone in the room that they're uh, <laughs> holding these kids in, and they're should they not have? Uh, I I don't know the why kids. they didn't just call outside to the outside yeah, world and I like know. just Maybe, call the cops yeah. or something. But I guess it's just a direct line to whatever ninja they have in the security room who's on standby. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I'm going to do a <laughs> test call." And he's like, the ninja a- phone operator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, couldn't tell that it's a kid <laughs> on the line uh, almost immediately. But for some reason, the, the ninja outside the door opens up the the entrance and is like, okay, I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll take the phone call or whatever. And then he gets knocked out by the, the receiver or whatever of the phone. And then they escape that way. It's just a classic escape plan. Classic. It's like, I- Coming in there is already dumb, but he literally comes in there, turns his back to them, and it's just so bad. It's so funny, though. But Rocky gets him out almost immediately. Um, then they have this big old fight, all the ninjas scene, and I, Pappy mentioned him earlier, Blueface. That always, oh, part yeah. always cracked me up, too. Uh, why don't you guys kind of throw out some of the highlights of this, this scene uh, before Rushmore comes out? Yeah, so they're really cutting through these useless ninjas of Snyder's, man. They're, they're not good. Um, the three ninjas are basically like just kicking everyone's ass, forming makeshift weapons, mm-hmm. uh, really showcasing their skills. They're unbeatable. Um, but they encounter a few mini-bosses. You talked about Rushmore. We'll get to him. Along the way, one of the first mini-bosses I think they encounter is the Ninja Joker guy. Silverface, yeah. <laughs> Things stop face. dead in their tracks when they get to this guy. Like they're just cutting through him, and then like it's like the music changes, and this guy's it's like really almost creepy, scary. standing there with a the sword, like looking like a fucking badass. It's like, oh shit, man, this is gonna be crazy. And like they take him out easier than anyone else. Like they just like open a valve and like they blow steam in his face, and then punch him in the balls. Well, they also pants him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They pants him, they cut up his clothes. Just really demoralize him. That guy was so cool looking. <laughs> such a, it's always been such a waste, you know? It's so weird that he's not set up earlier in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, you'd expect, yeah. like, Mr. Like Snyder to be like, okay, Mr. Brown, if you're going to suck, I'm going to send out Silverface Joker Ninja to kill him or something. <laughs> and, like, you would at least get, like, one shot of him or something. He's just in it for two minutes. Could it be an homage to Raiders of the Lost Ark? Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> um, I think I read that that guy was one of the kids' trainers, and it was kind of like a thank you to him. I could see that. That makes so, a lot of sense. But Sacrificing the integrity of your movie just so a guy can have a special, a special part. I think Darth Maul was an homage to that guy. <laughs> Kill the cool guy way too early. It, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, so yeah, like, uh, Corey, do you want to keep going till we get there? Or do you, do you find another mini boss or are we, are we to rush more now? Well, they get, they cut through some more ninjas, of course, you know, they, we get the big trailer moment. We should run, we should hide, we should kick their butts. We should run, we should hide, we should kick their butts. Classic. Uh, but yeah, they eventually get to Rushmore. He's like this huge Asian dude. He's not like buff but he's massive he's like 300 pounds or something or more i don't really know weight. he also clearly has very bad knees uh he's not moving too much do you know how <laughs> old he is i asked Brittany what she thought and she guessed exactly what i always thought 
So what's your guys' guess for how old that guy is? 54. 56. So you guys thought mid-50s. Brittany and I thought maybe late 40s. Like, he just looks young and decent. But he's 62, 63 years old. Jeez. Good for him. So, yeah, his knees probably are quite bad. And I think well. he was like a martial artist, so... I'm sure they did not hold up very well. Brett, as you would say, he's not 64 anymore, probably. <laughs> did I say that? Well, he's dead, probably. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he, he's long dead. He is. <laughs> Dang it, that is, I can't believe that didn't catch on to that. That's like a, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's not complaining anymore. Yeah, so. Oh, he's not six feet anymore. He's a bunch of bones now on the ground. <laughs> well, he's six, he's six feet just the other way. Yeah, under. Hey, now. It's too soon. Hey, now. Okay, so they kind of attack Rushmore, kind of, and they kind of get beat up by him. But then Grandpa pops out of nowhere, Corey, and he says, Light up the eyes, boys. Light up the eyes. (laughs) There we go. Light up the eyes, boys. Light up the eyes. It's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous. He sounds weird in that Well, they ADR'd some of this to make it work. Because this is the first time the kids see Grandpa. Right in this version that we watched, Stevie watched a different version, so they have to ADR in some lines. Be like, "Oh, hey, it's Grandpa." In the other version, they met him earlier. Yeah. How does it work in the other version? When do they meet him? He's like they're like going through like some tunnels on the boat or whatever, wherever they're at, and um, like Grandpa pops out of Noah, and they're like, "Grandpa!" Then he pulls a knife, and they're like, "What?" (laughs) And he just throws it in betwixt the boys and kills a guy behind them. Oh man! So yeah, yeah, they kind of. Did lean into that? They leaned into it hard. That Grandpa w- was like a bad dude. Brett, how do you how do you feel about growing up with the much inferior version of Three Ninjas? I know, right? <laughs> I I guess. I mean, I don't care if it's better or not. Like this, is just this movie is like my happy. I mean, the Turtle Top verse is it, it's solid. <laughs> it's like my happy place. So I mean, I don't have a problem with it. But yeah, it sounds like there was a little more to the other one, and. uh I just you wish know. they would have done a better job of preserving Turtle Top's creative vision. John <laughs> yeah, Turtletop's they should have shot vision. it in three three. <laughs> yeah, like the aspect ratio is different. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they pretty much light up the eyes, boys, and then uh, Grandpa jumps down. Does we really have quick, a plan? Real quick, real quick. Go on in. Lighting up the eyes involves like hitting someone in their pressure points. That's fine, right? You and know, they they've learned that lesson from earlier. That's cool. But their final blow is to battering ram Tum Tum into the guy's stomach. Hurt. That's <laughs> like so broken, stupid. Broken neck. Yeah, neck first rather than feet. They use like- one of them as a weapon and the, <laughs> that the other two wield. It happened quite a bit in the international version. <laughs> oh, really? They use Tum Tum a lot. Well, they use them at least once in this one besides that. They, no, they use them runs- like four times. Oh, wow. <laughs> them around? Yeah. It, so, it, again, it, it, looks, it makes more sense. It looks awful each time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's uh and then i don't apparently I, th- I don't know if they were trying to not have any semi-automatic weapons in this movie but like i i chuckled a little bit when all the ninjas whipped out six shot revolvers i'm like i know it's 92 but police departments went away from revolvers in the 80s like i don't get why they all still have six shot revolvers like it just looks ridiculous they're carrying around ar-15s m-16s or whatever the whole movie and then they whip out these revolvers at the end it just looks ridiculous to me but it's the dirty hairy effect yeah i guess i guess yeah what's cooler than a ninja with a six shooter yeah 
<laughs> true, true, true. I guess you got me. But yeah, he's got no plan. He jumps down, and all of a sudden, the boys are like really confident, but they're still surrounded by guns. So then Snyder comes out, just looking like a a Greek god, and he's <laughs> the most amazing gi I've ever seen. It's like velvet, it's like crushed red point. velvet. He's got ninja shoes on. I don't know if you noticed, they're like the turtle feet. Yeah, or he's got ninja got turtle feet, like the surf shoes. Black belt on. He's got a. Earlier, he comes out and his ponytail is is not there, and it's just just gorgeous locks. Ponytail you know. is greased up, very tight. Oh, always greased up. <laughs> it's always taut. greased up. Taut. <laughs> it's taut. <laughs> With the widow's peak, very pointy. So, Grandpa, in, in typical movie fashion, he convinces Snyder to fight him one-on-one. And Snyder's like, am I a nice guy or what? Corey and Colt says. You're a geek. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Thank so, you. Snyder, in bad guy fashion, allows them to have a word with his grandchildren. And they're talking about four strands of rope, and Tum uh, Tum gives him the grossest looking jelly beans I've ever seen. Um, and then Snyder, in one of the only real ninja things that's done in the movie, ambushes him. Uh, let's go through this fight a little bit. It's kind of back and forth. I mean, Snyder's throwing these amazing blows, and I love when Grandpa throws, defies physics and throws that night that sword, and it goes like fifty eight miles per hour, <laughs> and it goes up in an arc. It's super yeah. impressive. This scene just uh, bothers me a little bit because it's like, it's like they had two angles, like at eye level fighting, and then like the one over. overhead shot. Yeah, and they go back to the overhead shot over and over and over again. It's like that's the one that they used mm. with the stunt person was the overhead. Yeah, shot. the stunt like, people. They only had it that one day and that one angle. And like half of it, I'm watching it right now. Half of it is obscured by like a beam or something. So it's like, <laughs> it's like a bad scene at Fenway Park trying to yeah, watch the fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, I think the choreography is really good. Good fight scene. Yeah. Yeah. I like when Snyder grabs the the sword at the last second. I like they they do it. There's actually some really cool sword dodging in this. Yeah. It's it's pretty well done. Uh, you know. Grandpa's the best, most agile seventy-year-old person that's probably ever lived. So it's pretty impressive. Um, Grandpa gets the upper hand, but uh, Snyder and again, I actually put actually a ninja move. He throws a pepper bomb, which is what ninja's all about. I'll sum that up a little later, but I don't know. I feel like Grandpa just like accidentally hit his like bag of coke <laughs> when he had him pinned down. Well, that, wouldn't that have made him a better fighter, Corey? <laughs> well, you know, he had to like, he, it took him by surprise. He had some cocaine in his eyes. He was trying to figure out what's going on, why he can't feel his face. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, that's the time to get punched in the face, isn't it? I can't hey, man. feel my face. Good movie. Uh, I only have two more notes here. So, uh, Grandpa, I, Snyder gets real cocky. He's like, what does he say? Oh, God, what does he say to him? Ha! Ha! It's like, this is your great hero. What does yeah, he say? Yeah, I believe those are the exact words. <laughs> exactly, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and, but he got a little too cocky, and Grandpa sticks one jelly bean down his throat, and the rest of them fall on the ground. Is there Man. any shot of Tum Tum like, giving his grandpa jelly beans of the grandpa having jelly beans? 
he hands it to him when they're having a little conference before the fight. Okay, okay, yep, yep, Here's yep, my yep, lucky yep, yep, jelly yep. beans, and he has them in his hand the whole time. Thank which you. Okay. I wouldn't want to fight that way, but hey. Uh, yeah, so he finishes him off. He beats him, but Snyder, like the hero he is, he's not going to admit defeat. He grabs a gun. He's about to murder four people, but he gets shot by a sniper. He gets, uh, well, he might have gotten no scope. Mikey, what do you think? Oh, definitely 360 no scope from. <laughs> Was it <laughs> Douglas? <laughs> Uh, Someone better train. We've seen Douglas yeah. shoot. Douglas would have shot 12 shots out of that six shooter. Wait, you guys don't know who shoots him in the American version? No, who is it? It's Douglas. Okay. They make oh, a big ask. deal of it in the international version. <laughs> I shot a man. I did it. <laughs> man. It would have made more sense if Grandpa had gotten shot. <laughs> Ninjas don't use guns, Stevie. Oh. Just paying attention. What? Man. They just act like after Grandpa beats Snyder that they're just going to walk out of there when all those ninjas <laughs> still have M16s all yeah, around them. Well, it's it's it's, it's a hive well. mind type deal. Uh, oh, Mikey. cut off the head. You cut of off Snyder the head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the other ninjas fall. It's like orcs without Sauron. They can't function. You cut off one ponytail, two grow in its place. <laughs> I can't believe how much of a international movie snob Stevie has become. Well, I, I'm I'm so confused by it because guys are like, we don't know who shot him. And like in the yeah. international, Douglas is like, I shot a guy. He's high fiving all around. He's he gets going, an award. He's going up to the kids. You get a pizza. You get a pizza. You get a pizza. And then like he got he goes over and he hugs grandpa and he's like, This is what we trained for. Like it's a whole thing. Tell me none of that is true. All of it's true, Brett. Not the dialogue. <laughs> it's all true. It's true. all true. All right, so, my friend. On that note, uh Sam takes the night off. They got evidence to go over, but He's taking a night off. He'll ignore his kids again tomorrow. And they go for pizza. And and Grandpa I says, pizza. there we go. And that <laughs> is all I have. I, I tried to write some themes, but I didn't come up with anything good except for Dad uh, doesn't spend enough time with the boys, culture class. You don't get any of my themes? My, my themes. themes. My themes. <laughs> You're not going to mention the sick uh, Power to the Kids rap song that takes us out? Kid power. I will not tell you what Brittany thought that said. It's definitely not appropriate, so I'm not going to tell you that. Well, this is definitely a, a result of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? Like 100. with the song T U R T L E power. Even ending on pizza felt very mm-hmm. TMNT to me. Yeah. I mean, this movie very famously advertised itself as a combination of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Home Alone. Like that was on, I think, the VHS cover. Mm. I knew we just it. needed that fourth kid. <laughs> yeah, we needed that Donnie. All right, so uh, anybody want to do? Anybody have any final thoughts before we get into our? Sorry, one super duper duper quick. Uh, Snyder says you taught them young ones. Wait, sorry, you've taught them young ones. Well, you know that line. Yeah, it should, yeah. It should be those young ones. Why does he? Why? Why does he say it wrong? Especially in a movie so obsessed with grammar from the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, but when you're an international criminal, you don't care about grammar. When it's you just look very that weird. good. But he doesn't like consistently speak incorrectly. It's just like a one-off time where he uses the wrong pr- uh, pronoun. It ended his career, Pappy. He regrets it every day. I can see it. <laughs> that was literally my only other note. Sorry. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, Stevie, explain uh, the international ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, 
We kind of did already, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. The <laughs> well, race war in the middle of the street. <laughs> race war in the middle of the street that started the L.A. riots. Um, yeah, I really don't have anything else to add. I mean, I kind of wish Ernie Reyes Jr. was in this movie. Yes. I think he Kino. easily could have been one of the grandsons. I don't think it's that far out of left field that one of the grandsons... Well, might as well have Rob Schneider be one, a grandson, too. Hey, he's Filipino, at least. Uh, I don't think it's that far out of the ballpark that one of the grandsons would at least look somewhat like Grandpa. But, uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> Ernie, I think uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. would have knocked this out of the park. Anybody else, or should we... You want to go to yes or no's? I'm ready. All right. Let's go to the most foregone conclusion of all time. Corey, why don't you go ahead and hit us up with your yes or no? Okay, yes, this is Corey, Kylo Ren memes. I like this movie a lot more than I did before I watched the sequels within the last couple years for my podcast. I believe this was one of the early episodes of Big Dumb Movie, and I gave it like a decent rating, but I'm going to give it a pretty uh, hard yes. I don't know if I want to say a hard yes. A solid yes. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a yes. Um, I like this movie. I have a lot of nostalgia for it. It's stupid, but it's stupid in a way that works really well. There is some good choreography, and it's it's a fun 90s movie. It's very time-stamped 90s, and uh, I tend to appreciate those even more. So on behalf of the people in my country, I would like to say it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I know Pappy's rating, and I know what that usually means, so let's go with Pappy. Uh, it's, it was, oh, man... It's soft either way. Um, hmm. Faster, I really don't know. Faster. I'm, faster. I'm going to go soft. I'm going to give it a very soft no. Um, it's not a bad movie. I like this a thousand times more than like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that we did. I just don't have any reason to watch this in my yeah. life. Like it was, it was like absurd and I did laugh at it. And even like with it a couple of times. And like, I don't think that it was like, like I said, I think it was just kind of like John Turtletop or whatever, like did a really good job with like a very cynical premise, right? Like pretty much mandated to make this movie. That's going to be appealing to children. That's going to like combine all of these 90 90s elements that are like popular with children. I think that he did that. And I think that he did a really good job, but with incorporating some small humor things, some like, Referencing things, I don't know how much of, of this is him and how much of this is a writer, producer, whoever, right? But the team did a really good job with like a lot of like self-aware humor, absurdity. The basketball scene is fucking just classic for how fucking like insane it is, <laughs> like with the dunking and the jumping and everything. But like, I, based on what I've heard on Big Dumb Movie, there's no fucking way I'm ever watching another Three Ninjas movie unless I have to <laughs> for this podcast. If this is the high water mark, that's alarming to say the least uh it's it's not a bad time i'm a little bit young for some of like the early 90s stuff i bet if i was a little bit older this would be a hard yes um i was like two when this movie came out so i'm gonna give it a very soft no but good job hosting brett and like i said for for these kind of movies this is an entertaining one i'll say that entertaining for what it is but a soft soft no nonetheless yeah, when I got uh, when I saw you give it two and a half stars, I actually messaged Corey and I said, two and a half stars from Pappy, that's usually a soft no. So mm-hmm. I had a feeling it was coming, but I'm glad you at least enjoyed some of it. So um, Yeah, I did. I really did. I, I, I was expecting something like totally like inept and like 
bad, and this movie is not that at all. That's cool. Um, Mikey? Uh, yeah, this was definitely a, a trip down memory lane for me. I haven't seen these movies in a really long time. And I don't even know if this is the one that I've seen the most. Uh, but <laughs> High noon at Omega Mountain. <laughs> but yeah, we got to restore that Turtle Top verse for sure. Yeah. Uh, we got to get that cut out there. I think Stevie had the better time, honestly, with the international version. It sounds like a lot more stuff was fleshed out. But um, I got to agree with Pap. There's just, I don't ever need to see this again. I think some things are better locked away by nostalgia. <laughs> and... This might be one of those times. I remember watching it a ton as a kid, but just forgetting most of it until watching it again. And it's just like, woof. Can't believe I was this infatuated with a movie uh, as a kid. But yeah, it's a, it's a it's goofy, but I don't know if it's goofy enough to be like, yeah, this is fun and hilarious to laugh at. But so I'll have to give it a. A soft no as well. Sorry, Brett. Guess, uh, guess you're dead to me now, too. Just kidding. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, you asked me, you've asked me to do this movie before, but that's okay. Stevie? Now, Brett, this is one of your favorite movies, right? Well, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, but. I think it's really cool you got to do a podcast on one of your favorite movies, especially a movie that like you have a lot of nostalgia and memories for. I just think, unfortunately, like it, I just missed it by a few years, so I don't have that like same nostalgia for it. Um, this movie also kind of reminds me of Jingle All the Way in the fact that it's somewhat manufactured, um, which is pretty much on the heels of Home Alone and TMNT which is like what Kylo said it was marketed for. Um, this is going to be a, a very soft no for me. I think I just missed the window of me like kind of having nostalgia and love for it like I would for Surf Ninjas. So just a very soft no, but I did have fun watching the film and I had a blast potting on it. So good job hosting. That's cool. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is a movie I, I've said before. I think I said... Uh, on the thread or whatever. I love this movie as a kid. I love this movie as a young adult and I love it now. Um, yeah, a lot of it's nostalgia. Um, I had a friend who was really, really close to me and this was like a thing that we loved to do. I mean, he, we used to quote it all the time. Um, you know, he just, he loved Snyder and all stuff like that. And he passed away. Um, so it's extra special to me. Uh, Timmy D, thinking about you. So it's it's a super solid yes for me. It's it's not the best movie, um, but I love it. I enjoy watching it. I, I mean, I, I've i watched it probably 20 times since I turned 20. I mean, it's like a movie that I've I continually watched throughout, so maybe that's helped me. I mean, like Mikey loved it as a kid and then goes forever without watching it. It's going to be problematic, I'd imagine. Um at least, you know, I don't know. It's it's fun. I'm glad you guys enjoyed at least watching it, and it was. I knew it'd be a fun pot. I was really excited about it. So, uh, I will give it a really solid, really solid yes. Uh, and we can just wash our hands of the three ninjas and move on to things of importance like national treasure or something. So, I'm never done with three ninjas. 
Well, Never. I'm not done. But uh, so I do have some trivia. I do have to pee. So uh, I don't know if you want to kick it to Spoiler Man. It's a little early, I know, but well, we can get to Spoiler Man now. We actually just kept talking when you left last time, so we'll probably leave that in. But now That's we can also also I'd like uh, actually while I'm doing this, get on mm. uh, our spoilers folder and go to the Three Ninjas folder that I made and. Your poor man's Jeopardy board will be on there. So load that up while I go to the bathroom. I'll be right back, okay? Special thank you to our patrons. Matt Troll, Brother Brian, Druid King, Nick. If you'd like to request an episode, hear your name read by Spoiler Man, or even just help us make podcasts, please check us out on patreon.com slash spoilers podcast. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Please support this podcast by leaving us an iTunes review. To do this, one, search for movie spoilers. Two, click on our orange spoilers bowl logo and scroll all the way to the bottom. Three, leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Spoilers is now available on Audible. Alright, so Pappy gave me the order. Uh, Mikey is... It's been the longest since he hosted. Mikey, I take it you would like to go last? Or do you want to go first? Uh, mm. I guess, yeah, I guess going first Strategy. you get the better categories, but but I don't know what any of them mean. <laughs> yeah, you don't. And I'll, let you, I'll uh, let you know. I know Josh yells at me when I do that, but... They're not very Indiana You should read based. them for the audience, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, also, as Corey said before, I always think it's going to be too easy. It ends up being way too hard, so if it is, I apologize. Okay, so the categories oh, are... Jesus. Rocky Loves Emily. Ding! Slow it down. Slowing. Ding! I want those kids. Ding! And... God, I love being a bad guy. Ding. Those are the categories. I, I think <laughs> I gotta go first because I wanna be first on the board for God, I love being a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Hey okay, now. so what would you like to pick? Uh, two. All right, so these are famous movie villains by quote. Sorry, wait, before you do that, do you lose points if you get it wrong? Right. Absolutely. Okay, and okay. I don't. Personally, uh, I know Corey might think this is blasphemy, but I don't really care if it's in the form of a question. <gasps> no, Aaron Rodgers, sir. It gets don't too train weird. yourself wrong for when I host. <laughs> it's all right. I, I always almost win. That's devastating. All right, so, Mikey, you ready? Wait, am so I here, competing with these other guys, too? Are they buzzing in as well, or is no, it no, just, no, just no. me? Okay. No, it's just you. So, you pick number two for God I Love Being a Bad Guy. Don't put it in your pocket, sir. Don't put it in your pocket. It's your lucky quarter. Uh, who is, uh, I know the movie, but I don't know the guy's name. It's, uh, who is, uh, God, it's the guy from No Country from Old Man. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now. Uh, uh, fuck. I can't think of his name. Shit. Ah. Uh, Anybody? Anton, Anton Sugar. Sugar. Yeah, Anton Di- Sugar. Diabetes himself. Uh, okay, so uh, 
that would make Pappy up. I'll take slow it down, slowing it down, Aaron Rodgers, for one, please. <laughs> okay, so this a, these are famous slow motion scenes, and mm. they are just going to be words, clues, but the first word is the director, okay? So you said number... One, for one. Singer, porcelain, coffee, bulletin board. Oh, uh, so I have to to name the movie? The movie. What is The Usual Suspects? That is correct. Who is The Usual Suspects? Was that one or two? One. Uh. I think it was Where is The Usual Suspects? (laughs) No one ever asked How are The Usual Suspects? (laughs) (laughs) Corey, you're up. Slow it down for two. Okay, so you know what it is. De Palma, Guns, Goons, Baby, Stairs. What is Taxi Driver? No, anybody? The Untouchables? The Untouchables, fantastic, nice job. Iconic scene with the baby. It's actually a recreation of an older movie. Um, But yeah, it's really intense. Corey with the early deficit. Stevie? I want I want a bigger deficit because I want to see how hard and impossible Brett made these questions. <laughs> I want those kids for three. Okay, so these are celebrity children much less famous than their famous parents. You see, this is what <laughs> Brett does. <laughs> okay, you know he makes an impossible category. He's like, Jeopardy, they expand on it before you actually pick, <laughs> so you know what you're getting into. Sometimes, yeah, they do all the time. Okay, all the time, no, Brett. Right. Both of her famous parents are actors, icons, and sex symbols. Her dad is no stranger to spoilers and sequels. And her mom is no stranger to nudity and younger men. She's a talented singer and actress, but don't believe everything you hear about her. What in the flying (laughs) fuck? That's a lot. It's a well-written clue. Repeat that again, Brett. Okay. Both of her famous parents are actors, icons, and sex symbols. Her dad is no stranger to spoilers, capital S, with an exclamation point, and sequels. And her mom is no stranger to nudity and younger men. She's a talented singer and actress, but don't believe everything you hear about her. I have no, I'll say Lily Rose Depp. I have no clue. Anybody? Kurt... Uh, no Russell's idea. Kid? Bruce Willis's kid. Bruce Willis's kid. Yeah. Rumor yeah. Willis. Oh, oh. I do know her name. Well, he's got a couple of them. Sorry, Rumor. Steve. I mean, that was a tough one. Bruce Willis is a sex symbol. Yeah, he was. It's very Talking about like, Bruno era when he did that album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> God. I would definitely oh, say that he was. Anyway, Stevie with the early. He's usually cleaning these up. So. All right. I know, but Brett makes an impossible web of questions. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Mikey, you're up. Uh, let's find out what Rocky Loves Emily is for one. Okay. Uh, sorry. Um, these are movie meat cutes. You know what a meat cute is? Absolutely not. It's a sexy piece of bacon. <laughs> no, it's when uh, like love interests meet in a movie. For the first time. 
Oh. Hey, what number did he say? One. Annie gets pulled over for erratic driving by police officer Rhodes. In the movie. Hmm. Uh. No idea. <sighs> Stevie. Or his bridesmaids. Yeah. Okay, I think I might have made it too hard again. If that was the one. I'll take... I want those kids for one, please. All right. I'm praying for Chet Hanks. (laughs) (laughs) Both of... WBS, baby, let's go. Both of his parents are celebrities, although his dad is on another level of fame than his mom. He has a pretty famous half-brother. His real name is Chester, and he had really big plans to suck. And he had really big plans White this boy summer. summer. White boy summer. Who? What is Chuck Hanks? <laughs> yes, that was my favorite clue to write. I love that. And he had really big plans Woo. this summer. I got my questions right. I don't know what you guys are bitching about. <laughs> <laughs> I've known both of your answers. <laughs> All right. Rocky loves Emily for three. Oof. Okay. A writer for a men's magazine is doing a profile on a sports doctor. She's a bit of a skank and he's a bit of a dork. It's doing a profile on what? A sports doctor. A sports doctor. <laughs> no idea. A Pass. doctor of sports. Pass. It's a comedy, so I thought you'd get it. Anybody? What is Trainwreck? Trainwreck. Man, Steve, you've known everybody else's. It sounded like a comedy. Yeah. I actually had the names earlier, but I took it off because I thought it'd be too easy. Um, yeah. Corey, yeah. you won my last PMJ. Uh, I don't think so this time. All right. Stevie. Oh, I gotta get back in. Uh, Let's go with God, I love being a bad guy for three. Okay. By the time they figure out what went wrong, we'll be sitting on a beach earning 20%. (sighs) My brother is screaming at the radio right now. Repeat that again. By the time they figure out what went wrong, we'll be sitting on a beach earning 20%. Mm. Okay, so I think I'm not stupid here. Like, you have like a Bruce Willis theme going on, right? I don't, but (laughs) have I done more than one Bruce Willis? I, 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 I I think you have. Is this Hans Gruber? It is Hans Gruber. Well done. Okay, I was like losing my mind there for a second. It's like, okay, son, rumor Willis. Now we're going to Hans. By the time they figure out, no, I'm not going to do that German, air quotes, German accent. That was a big get, Stevie. All right. <sighs> Mikey, this is your chance right here. Uh, Well, let's slow it down. Slowing for three. <laughs> okay. Remember, director first and then some... Spheris, Donut Shop, Dream Woman, Breeze, Tchaikovsky. What was the first word you said? It's a name, (laughs) Spheris. Never heard of it. Then why is it in the clue? Because it's the name of the director (laughs) of the movie. What were the other things? Donut Shop, Dream Woman, Breeze, and Tchaikovsky. 
Famous slow motion scenes. Hmm. Spherus? Yeah, I've never heard of this person. Tchaikovsky. Uh, I don't know. When Harry met Sally? I have no idea. I don't know. That's not right. It's a good guess. No, anybody? Jupiter Ascending. I have Fever no idea. Fever Vendetta? I have no idea. Tchaikovsky. Wayne's World. Spherus. Oh, the Foxy scene? We right before the Foxy scene, yeah. Sorry, guys. That was a tough one. It was three. Take God I Love Being a Bad Guy for one, please, Brett. Everything that has transpired has done so according to my design. I don't know. I'm not good at this kind of stuff. Um... Everything that has transpired has done so according to my design. Pap, just think Bruce Willis. It's the only thing I can go on. <laughs> Everything that has transpired has done so because of my design. Uh, I'm going to kick myself. You Scar? will. Scar? I don't know. Corey. Come on. Hmm. I don't know. Man, this is my one pointer too. Everything that has transpired has done so according to my design. That was Professor Snape. That was my, that was my Palpatine. Um, Oof. Wrong guy for that. Return of the Jedi. I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> One of them. I thought it was everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. No. Nope. You're wrong. Wait. Wait. Wait a minute. What? Kylo Ren is calling the quote false. I got this from a website, so if it's wrong. I mean, it must be one of the prequels or something. It's fine. No, now I have to know. I've been the gauntlet's been laid out. But the fact that neither nobody knows this is probably not good for me. <laughs> not good for me. Boom. Boom. Okay. Return of the Jedi. He's sitting in that chair with the big window in the back. Ah, yes. Very good. All right. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rocky Loves Emily for two. No. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> I just want to get one right. No offense. Like, okay. You know. <sighs> After his set, Kumail confronts Emily for heckling him. Oh. I know, Pat. What is the big sick? Yep. Such like, a good definitely movie. definitely one of Pat's favorites. I got one. Love that movie. All right, what do we have left? Oh. I want those kids. Game point for Stevie. Oh, my goodness. Lego. Okay. <laughs> you got the qu the thing that's, you could say it really hard. So here's the last one, all right? Yeah. His dad was one of the most famous people to ever live. His mom's name is used as a derogatory term. He's a musician <laughs> and a quite and quite a beautiful darling boy. Not that I read it out. His dad was what? Jesus. <laughs> was one of the most famous people to ever live. His mom's name is used as a derogatory term. He's a musician and quite a beautiful darling boy. Beautiful darling boy. You don't boy. have to think too hard. You could just let your pappy win. I don't want to let you win. I want to pick a fun movie. Um, Ooh, I haven't picked a movie since Shots November. Fire, so. 
Well, let it be that way, Pap. I'm trying to think here. You know. His dad is one of the most famous people to ever Hey, as long as Josh ever live. Yeah, that's true. As long as Josh doesn't. Think Bruce Willis, Stevie. I'll take a Pappy pick. I know. I was trying to think about Bruce Willis. Shiny head. Hans Gruber. Phallic face. <laughs> oh my god. Um, is his dad still alive, Brett? Do you can't. I can't answer that. Well, it's such an open. Uh, you know what? I have no clue. Wyatt Russell. No clue. I would ask if anybody knows, but there's no Long Brothers here, so they won't know. Woohoo! Pappy win. The answer is Sean Lennon. Beautiful, Yoko? beautiful, beautiful, Yoko is beautiful a derogatory boy. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess so. Brett, I was thinking. Cunt. These questions, man. There's Wait, something else. <laughs> Jesus. Don't be mad because you got negative three. Not, <laughs> Pappy played the game right. Half the board is negative. <laughs> no, I, I feel your pain. Win? From Where's the English question. It's hard, man. Maker. When you're doing it, you think it's so easy. Right. It was easy. I got a, a hundred points. Not no problem. No sweat. <laughs> Be right, better, well, guys. One with one point. Yeah, get more <laughs> questions right. <laughs> you got still... more wrong than you got right. I'm no, ready, by the way. Right. You got I'm ready, right, by the you? way. We don't need to pass the spoiler, man. If you wanna, since we already uh, did. All right. We got to finish what we started, guys. Yes. And spoilers is a family. So yep. let's get back oh. to. James Wan, Furious 7. Oh my god, Let's do I love it. you. Brittany's been waiting. She's like, when are you guys going to do the Fast and Furious movies? Fuck it's yeah, time. that's a good one, man. It's time. And we might as well do 8 at some point too. But this will be the last Fast and Furious movie that Spoilers hasn't covered that's out right now. And it's got Mikey's boy in it. Family. Jason Statham. There's Family. still a chance we could do a podcast series on the cartoon though, so I'm holding out for that. Wait, there's a cartoon? I just found that out, like... Yesterday, Brittany told me about it. I was like, what? It was like a kid's cartoon. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you're still with us, you love us. And uh, sorry that, you know, I know Poor Man's Jeopardy seems really bad when I'm not playing because people aren't getting them right. But, you know, I do what I can. I, if it was easy, everyone could do it. Uh, thank you for joining us. And we will see you. Pep, do you want to do what's coming down the pipe or should we just end it? Uh, just end it. I have no idea when this will come out. Furious <laughs> uh, 7 is coming down the pipe for sure. And then Spoiler Man <laughs> will tell you how to request a movie. If there's a movie that you want to be coming down the pipe, Spoiler Man will tell you how to make your dreams come true. And join our Patreon. Yeah. And follow us on uh, social media. Sure. All right. See you, everybody. Sounds good. Test your might. Test your might. If that's not in the new one, I'm going to lose my mind. Kylo, do you like the music from Three Ninjas? I fucking love the music from Three Ninjas. Mm. Not the song at the end, but the score. Hell yeah. Score reminds me of like Kingdom Hearts. like. Yes. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts like before battle. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes.
There's a lot of three ninjas folders. Whoa, my drive is fucking up. Mine's going haywire. Yours is too? Yeah. There's so many three ninjas folders. Which one did he make? I'll share it in the chat. I had to check them all. <laughs> is it the PMJ one? Check them all. Is Metallica like stoner music? I've no, never just, thought of it, it that way. Metallica was just massive out west. Hmm. So, the, I mean, I think it has more to a location, but he was also a stoner. Gotcha. All right, I am back. Those things seem at odds to me. Like, Hammer was definitely at the Seattle 89 concert, like 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Good categories. Oh, yeah, put it up. So, will someone keep score for me, please? That was spoilers.